Welcome to the Wheel Reads, a Wheel of Time podcast. Your hosts are Alan, Chris, and Ian. This podcast is safe for first-time readers with no spoilers. This week, we'll be covering chapters 31, 32, and 33 of Lord of Chaos, Red Wax, Summoned in Haste, and Courage to Strengthen. Enjoy! All right, welcome everybody to season six, episode sixteen, the sweet sixteen episode. Um, yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. And this one's a a doozy. Before we get started, uh, I know Ian, you're at um in the military base. I don't know Chris, you're drinking, but uh, I'm gonna drink one for our homie. <laughs> I'm I'm, wor- I'm, wor- I'm working on my uh, intelligence level. I got my smart water. I don't feel a difference. Still feel pretty dumb. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. All right. So, <laughs> Thank before, yeah, before we get any further, uh, new patrons. We do have Lazarus. For Lazarus, um, he is our newest patron. So thank you. Thank Woo! you for the patrons. Um, let's see. It would be news. perfect if he every month leaves and then comes back. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> <Yeah>. I mean, <laughs> if you're going to be Lazarus, yeah, you got to. Yeah, yeah. He's gone. He's back. He's gone. He's, He's back. back. <laughs> oh, that'd be funny. Um. Yeah, so uh, also we did hit uh, 400 um, uh, Twitter followers. Uh, so we're oh, wow. on our way to 25 or 2,500. So that's, I guess uh, that'll be a milestone number kind of sort of. Yeah, yeah, shout out to all our twats out there. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, all of our, all of our, 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 tweet, our tweeters. Um, is that not how you say it? <laughs> Twatters. <laughs> sure. Uh, sorry, I don't, I don't do the, I don't, I don't twit. <laughs> but speaking of Twitter, mm-hmm. the announcement, I've already said this once uh, on a separate video, but not actually on our podcast. Every single year, the Will Reads, meaning myself and a whole bunch of other content creators host the Twitter of Time Awards. It is a Oscar-esque award show. We give out the wheelies, uh, which is a, a trophy um, that that we have. It's it's pretty, and um and, and we're not like happy to announce the date for that. That's going to be November fifth. So remember, remember the fifth of November, the Twitter Time Awards. Um, I have to get a Guy Fox mask. We'll be uh, wearing that. If you're on Twitter, I've already started doing calls for nominations for the different categories. There's going to be at least eleven categories this year. I've put out calls for four of them so far. I will keep on doing that when I have time to. Um, the problem is you. Guys have been given so many uh, nominations, it's hard to keep up. So I got to stagger it. Uh, so thank you, everyone out there that's that's um, on the Twitter uh, and, and it is following along and looking for those uh, and nominating people. Uh, I'll continue in the next few weeks. We'll probably close out uh, nominations in, in about two weeks or so, uh, about a week and a half from now. Um, Giveaways. Uh, next month, we're going to be doing more giveaways for October. I'm going to do three giveaways. We'll do a hardcover copy book of the Wheel of Time book of your choice. We'll do a coffee mug and a frosty mug. Just do some mugs. Um, and, and they'll be on different social medias. So uh, keep checking out all those to win you're stuff. In a, you're in a mugging mood. I'm in a muggy mood. I'm in a muggy mood. Yeah. Watch out. You're going to get mugged. And if my internet gets a little wonky tonight, guys, I am sorry in advance. I'm, I'm looking at the live stream. It has like the little bars. It keeps going up and down, up and down, full strength, one strength, one bar. So I don't know what's going on. 
Um, I'm close to my router. My I need to call my provider and yell at them, but whatever. Is your dryer running? Yeah, you know it might be, but that's on the other if side. You of have house. A, if you have a large appliance running, if you have grounding issues, you can have mm. um, uh, a variable voltage where your router's plugged in, and routers are pretty sensitive to that. Yeah, our router's really close to the dryer, and then but then we have a repeater that's closer to this because I'm far away from the router, so it's yeah whatever however that works I, I, yeah <laughs> you can spend thousands things. of dollars and either ground your house properly or get a harmonic filter which will filter out the breaks in the uh electricity flowing through your house breaks in the waves because of the large appliances anyways sure. sorry speaking of appliances get right into so personal knowledgeable. life <clears throat> yeah get right into personal life and talk about the um Maybe this is going to turn to a low slander account. Um, but we'll, we'll, figure, <laughs> we'll figure this out. So my my refrigerator, uh, we finally decided to buy a new refrigerator because it, it was like it was a big repair. Uh, the the ice maker, the door for the ice maker broke, and I had to take apart the whole thing, put it back together, and then something else broke, and something else broke, and I was like, you know what? If replacing pieces every single week, it's time. Let's just get a new one. Yeah, because it's just a waste of my time now. To keep if it's just going to keep on breaking, so. It was an old refrigerator. So we went to Lowe's uh, on Labor Day sale. So that was um, uh, two weeks ago to buy a refrigerator. And uh, we picked one that we liked um, and ordered it because uh, they didn't have it in stock, of course, because they never do. Um, they delivered it on Friday. I was not home because I was at work. And my wife sent it back immediately because of how dented it was. Um, so because, it, I mean... They're paying for a new refrigerator. Don't want it to be right. covered in dents. Like <laughs> unless it's unless it's half off. I mean, yeah, yeah unless you're gonna go yeah. yeah. But I'm not paying yeah. full price for like a beat up no. refrigerator. So yeah, like yeah. so yeah, they're, so they're not cheap back. full price these days. So yeah. we sent it back and um and they sent another one the next day and they hauled away our refrigerator. Well, after a day of having the new one there, uh my wife decided that she didn't it did well, didn't decide. We got stainless steel because it matches the rest of our appliances, but it was a different shade of stainless steel than the rest, and it definitely uh, was an eyesore. So we end up sending it back again, but they've already hauled away a refrigerator at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and we order another refrigerator right there on the spot, and they're like, oh, well, that one's on back order. It'll be two weeks before you get that refrigerator. Oh, I was like, okay. Well, good thing we have a, we have an extra refrigerator in the garage, so we, it's a big one, so we're able to put everything. We actually have a lot the of beer big- fridge. I know. Uh, it is. <laughs> so, was. We, we, yeah, it was. And then we have a chest uh, freezer, uh, like a chest freezer outside too in the garage. So, you know, we were able to fit everything in there. It's just kind of a pain because you have to go out of the garage to get stuff now. Um, and, and it was supposed to be delivered last Friday. And then I get an email saying, oh, it's been pushed back to Saturday. I was like, okay, not a big deal. This is pushed back to Monday. I was like, okay. And then Sunday comes around and I get an email saying, your order's been changed. I was like, okay. And I pulled it up. And it's like, yeah, we'll be delivered Monday. I was like, okay, I already knew that. And then like literally half an hour later, I got an email saying, your order's been canceled. Here's your full refund. And I was like, oh, oh what? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> they do that. Even here at the I'm university, so... they do that. Yeah. I'm like, so I called up customer service and this made it even worse. It's like, I asked for a plan. It's like, but yeah, we don't handle online orders. Let me put you back to customer service. I got transferred back and forth for literally an hour until I just gave up and hung up on them. And I just haven't had time to call it back again now. But it's like, they I don't want to. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm like, 
We oh, no, don't have a Lowe's, right? So yeah, what you're Lowe's. saying is they stole your yeah. fridge. Yeah, they took the your net old result fridge. is they stole your fridge. The net result is they stole yeah. your fridge. All right, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm telling you, Lowe's is literally 15 minutes down the road from you. They'd be Lord bringing knows. me a fridge. I would be uh, at Lowe's at 8:30 in the I, morning, and I wouldn't leave. <laughs> well, I mean, I would if it was affected like on Sunday night. Also, my son got a fever, and uh, so you know oh. we had to do all Didn't that. And then, yeah, uh, yeah, were they multiplying? They're multiplying. Yeah, and then Did you lose control. And then last <laughs> night, my youngest, my youngest son, um, the baby, was just. Blood curly screaming till three o'clock in the morning uh, for oh, I don't know oh. why. So it's been, a, it's been a rough few days. When I get time, I'm definitely going to be driving to Lowe's or maybe I'm not even going to call at this point. I'm just going to. It's a good excuse to get away. Be like, guys, yeah. <laughs> and and the, a, a Sunday, I was at the beach trying to enjoy myself. And I got these emails and I'm like super frustrated now at the beach, like in grumpy pants mode. Like, okay, this is mm. ridiculous. Um, but on the longer side, next weekend, not this weekend, but the following weekend, I'm going to a bachelor party. So I'm excited about that. So I get to forget about all my stars and fridge problems and go drink myself half to death and go to concert, which is going to be amazing. So, yeah. Um, and yeah, when, you, when you think about it in the big picture, like, I mean, we all take turns complaining about stuff that, that happens in our lives, but they're all first world problems. Correct. You know, True. it's super frustrating not to, you know, Take away from my main, but at the same not, time, not available to me. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I mean, I'm just, I'm excited. In two weeks, I'll be sitting on the beach listening to Dave, Dave Matthews, and Tim Reynolds, Toad the Whip Rocket, LAR, Alanis Morissette, Alanis Morissette. Yeah, um, yeah, I saw that. Gosh, I was Lumineers. About it, yeah, and Down are you there. still gonna make the wedding? Oh, yeah, I'm coming, I'm coming back. Uh, for that. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm not gonna get the sun, I'm not gonna stay for the Sunday part of the festival. <clears throat> That's fantastic. Yeah, super jealous. Uh, yeah. It's gonna be fun. That sounds excited. like it. That's it for my personal life. I'm just uh, waiting for a fridge. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so I'm not gonna. I won't get too far into my drama. I'll just say that um, the the lawyer at Jag here that I've been talking to, she's fantastic. And then I've been bored, so I I just keep giving her stuff where folks within the chain of command here are going off script and not following policy and not following rules and everything. And she's like, what do you want me to do with this? I was like, well, you know, eventually if we, if we go the route of court martial or if they decide not to, there's be some negotiations between you and them beforehand. And she's like, okay. And then she got in touch with the attorney that's representing my chain of command right here. And apparently she showed him a few of the things and he was just like, yeah, I'm going to just go tell them they need to drop this. (laughs) I was like, okay, that's good news. So I'm still stuck here for a little bit. uh, But anyways, you know, playing the game is not fun, but if I have to, I guess I'm okay at it. So that's yeah. that's good to know. Uh, but on a positive note, uh, I've told some of y'all already, started working out again. My back's feeling better. Uh, being very cautious about it, because I know when you get these shots, it's not like it fixes all of my smashed vertebrae in my lower back. It just kind of reduces the swelling, but I'm still at risk of re-aggravating. So I'm going easy with it. I started running at the beginning of September. My first one mile I did in... 10 and a half minutes and almost died. And then last week I ran a very casual eight minute mile and then uh, doing some interval training. We're like, you know, quarter mile at 90%, you know, and then, you know, walk a lap and then do another quarter mile, whatever. And I'm holding those at like in a six thirty minute mile pace. 
And then I did two miles for the first time today, which I intentionally did super slow because that's the longest I've ran in forever. So I did that in 20 minutes, um, which awesome. I was, I was, I, I, I was excited. Yeah. Well, I was excited to be able to run for 20 minutes without falling over. It's been, yeah, it's been a while. So and now we're, now we're on run talk. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. So sorry. But well, so let me, let me dabble on this. Cause I know we probably have listeners that have had either injuries or have had periods of like chronic pain or maybe their whole life. I don't know, but you have an injury like that. And I've said before, it's the first time I've had something that has lasted more than a couple of weeks. You get a little, you get a little PTSD from it. Like there's some things that even with physical therapy, they're like, no, you're fine. Go ahead and do a pull up. And I'm like, like legit panicky, going to do it because that was one of those things that triggered the most pain um, when it was at its worst. So I, I, I think I'm being overly cautious in my workout schedule now, but I don't know. Yeah. I guess that's a good thing. I, I just don't want to feel that again. That was There's miserable. nothing wrong with regression in order to progress. Yeah. Yeah. So, I've, I've had my days where I've cut the workouts very short when I could have done more, but I'm like, nope, I my lower back just feels funny. I'm just not even gonna do anything else today, you know. Yeah, there are days where I sit too long and I feel it on my back. I'm like, all right, well, I know what I'm not doing in the gym, or I know what I'm not yeah. fucking messing with later. It's like there's nothing yeah. wrong with taking it slow and building yourself back to the beast that you were. Yeah, yeah I, uh, I joined it's a gym. It's gonna take a while though. <laughs> I joined a gym to work out during my lunch breaks and um and literally since I've joined, it's been so slammed at work that literally I just look at the clock and I'm like, Oh, it's time to go home. Crap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> take it's, lunch, it's hard to carve that miles. time out. It is, especially with kids. Like, yeah. it's, it's tough. Yeah. yeah. At least now, because I do absolutely nothing but watch people here and wait for them to fuck up and then send an email. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have a lot of time on my hands. So, yeah. No excuses uh, for me right now. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Chris, how about you? What's going on in your world? Oh, <sighs> 32 days come tomorrow till, till the, the wedding. Till the, the dance party. Till <laughs> the dance party for real. I'm going to bring my GoPro and we're going to uh, be live from Chris's wedding. I'll, I'll, I'll hey, put, that'll work. Actually, I need somebody to go live on Facebook. That'd be awesome. I'll do live Facebook. I'll, I'll go live YouTube. Screw it. I'll just. Hey, why not? <laughs> we're going to bring all of our. Right here Facebook. in the Will Reads live Chris's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be dope. You'll get to see me do my pizza maker. I've been practicing that. That might be a thing. We'll have to discuss this more. But uh, we are, like I said last time, all final contracts have been signed and down payments have been made and people are ready to go. And I've got 24 people I'm waiting to RSVP, which I think half of them are going to come, which is great because we're right on target for the number we wanted. So, like, everything is really... You're not, you're not downing the alcohol level, right? By if people no. show up, right? There's more alcohol. Awesome. There's more. Amazing. Yeah, it's all by consumption. <laughs> all right. Oh, it's all by consumption. Yeah. Okay, cool. It it is sorry. By <laughs> sorry. No, I'm yeah. sorry. I'll apologize ahead of time. <laughs> Alan and I are literally just checking out at the corner of the dance floor that's closest to a bar. <laughs> that's gonna be our, our little jive spot. Uh, it is like all night too. Like from five o'clock until ten, it is open bar. I'll take two martinis here and then keep on coming until one of us passes out. It's going to pull Wall Street. <laughs> uh, so, you know, we're 
that's all coming together. Um, by the time this comes out, I will have spent um, a weekend with my kitten alone. Kitten comes home uh, Saturday morning, so awesome. You know, things are, really are coming together quite well. We're just we're super excited. Work is moving a little slow right now, which I'm grateful for because I've had other things in life that I've been focusing on, um, which hopefully I'll be at liberty to talk about later in the next coming month and a half or so. Um, and other than that, just, you know, chilling, working out, enjoying life. Yeah. Cool. So. Awesome. awesome. Make sure you post pictures of those kitty, uh, the kitty cat. Yes. I, it may be too, by the way. Yeah. That's what I was about to say. Kitty cats, but I didn't know. It, the decision you're right. It, we, the decision has yet to be made. The um, breeder is going to make that decision on Friday for me. So we'll see what happens. Cool. I hope you get them both. That'd be great. That, way they, that way they got a buddy. Yeah, that's where I'm going with it. Yes, there will be uh, kitten pictures on Discord. Definitely. Um, that, that will happen. Absolutely. Yes, yeah, um, so I'll be there because I, that'll be my entire Saturday is cats. Kittens. There will be a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's jump right into these chapters. Um, chapter 31. Red, red wax. Um, <laughs> not quite as that good was- as red wine, uh, but... I'll take it. This chapter, um, though, I like these chapters better than I like the last chapters. Yeah, yeah. they were they were really they were quick, but man, you could the setup is happening. Yeah, everything right. by the end of all these chapters, we're on a precipice, just waiting for that final nudge, and then it's going to be chaos. Yes. I really think it's coming for real. Like, I don't doubt that <laughs> at all anymore. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> we we are uh, definitely getting not fast there. enough with the. With the brand, yeah. Um, but um, yeah. Um, so let's get right into it. Um, we're in even even Valda's point of view. Good old Valda, um, our favorite white cloak. That yay, yay, white cloaks. And he's returning back to uh, Amadicia to the Fortress of Light. He's um, really grumpy. He is, and he's not happy about things because he's like, he's like, there's no way that the rumors are true that Morgaze is here. Like. Why would they keep a witch here a witch in the fortress here. of lights? There's no way. She's a witch. They wouldn't keep her here. They said Andor, she's dead. She's probably dead. And he sees Dane Bornhold and he's like, he's like, hey, Danny boy. Um, yeah. Uh, there's more <laughs> oh, gay things. Like, yeah. <laughs> the witch is in the power of lights. <laughs> and, uh, and he's like, yeah, Morgaze is with Niall right now. And she's like, what? <laughs> she's here? <laughs> and he gets like kind of pissy about it. He's not he's not happy at all about all this. Uh but then he starts thinking about like if I was in charge, you know, Niall's getting salt, you know, getting soft his old age. If I was in charge, everybody move left, everybody look right, everywhere you look um killing witches. Oh, <laughs> okay. free to do it all my way. Okay. <laughs> <Okay>. Scream <laughs> and pray. <laughs> so, so, what do you think about Mister? What do you guys think about Mister Grumpy Pants Valda? We're I trying like to tell him. you through song. Oh, We're telling you. This is like what we him. think. He, he's serious. Seriously, like I think he's exactly what the white cloaks need. I think he's a okay. breath of fresh air. I think he's gonna restore what it means to be a white cloak um i think he's gonna die real soon <laughs> you, you, you kind of you kind of hope 
I do. <laughs> remember, remember, we had that Pedro Nile chapter, and we were both like, "Oh shit!" Like maybe we underestimate these white cloaks. Like this guy is savvy, and like I got really invested in. You know, Rand really needs to watch out for the white cloaks. But now, like everything else, Jordan, you know, digs in a little bit deeper. You get to that next layer of the onion, and you're like, "All right, even in the white cloak world." There's the potential for this drama and chaos and like a pool for power and everything. So I mean, they're men, right? Well, and human because we yeah. we see it in in every group of people we get introduced to. We're like, oh my gosh, they're so badass. And then you dig into a little more, and you're like, well, they got problems too. And <laughs> not, not problems. Uh, <laughs> right, right. Well, technically, uh, a witch is the yeah, problem a here. Is one, so. <laughs> Ninety-nine problems and that. a witch is one. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah curious to see how this goes because this guy doesn't seem like one that he's just gonna lie down and take it he's uh, kind of like crazy in his beliefs so it doesn't matter who pedro nile is once he believes that pedro nile isn't following the way uh he would i don't think he'd have any issues taking taking him out you know? and i, mm -hmm. I want to know why this rumor of her being there hasn't spread further and faster like hmm. we have so many people that think she's dead, and then we have so many people that say, "Ah, no, she's chilling in the, in, in the tower. She's she's hanging out there with the white cloaks." Mm -hmm. like, yeah. That's vital information that would be good for some other people, <clears throat> like her sons, to know, mm -hmm. her daughter. I mean, but they kind of yeah. know, but they don't. Well, his one it, son so. should know, right? Yeah, because he's, he's a white, white cloak. cloak. You would think of all. Maybe they're trying to also keep it hush hush. I don't know. It makes sense that people outside of the white cloak community don't really know. I feel like this is a group that tries to keep their business their business, and they're not really occupying the same territory as like what Rand is trying to influence in uh, the Aes Sedai, the area that they influence. So it kind of makes sense that it's not quite crossing those boundaries. But within the white cloak community, you would think, I mean, soldiers talk. That's all. That's all we do. The rumor mill yeah. is ridiculous. Like, uh, if there's a hint of something, I'm telling you, everybody knows within a day. Yeah. Around the world. So, yeah. Uh, what, what do you think about the cracks within the organization of the White Cloaks? I mean, obviously, there are factions and and, and power struggles going on here. I mean, obviously, in, in any organization like this, is going to be that. But thinking like a military, you think it'd be a little bit more of a, a iron grip on rank and file. Whereas here, it seems like even when he starts talking to uh, um, uh, the questioners, uh, talks to uh, uh, um, Asawana and, and there's definitely like, yeah, Niall might need to go. He's going to destroy the, t the, the children, uh, you know, and, and there's definitely yeah. some, some, some mutiny afoot. Well, I mean, yeah. even when you're, your higher ranking people like Bornhall are tipping in the bottle, you know, it, it means that they're a little bit too relaxed, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I think as people get relaxed, some, the ambitious people see opportunity, and those that are not as ambitious see opportunity too, just the other way to do absolutely nothing. Mm -hmm. And so that's yeah. kind of where we are. They're just kind of over it. It's like, all right, we had a cause, and now we really don't know where we're going with this. We're not in really in war, but we're kind of in war. There's too much in limbo. And when that happens, people are looking for a better leader, a greater person to follow. Yeah. Yeah. This guy's to be a little shady about it. He reminds me of 
if you've been going to church long enough, it's either happened at your church or you've heard stories at other churches. The the choir director that decides they could do a better job preaching than the preacher. <laughs> and they start making their alliances and talking smack about the preacher, you know, to influential people in the congregation, you know, till eventually they get their way. But inevitably what happens is, you know, the, the congregation is like half the size two years later because everything falls apart. But yeah, yeah. That, that's the vibe I'm getting here. That yeah. And, and Valdo points out, They've let rain get too strong now. Like he said, you know, if, if it was up to me, I would have immediately started marching. We would have gathered people on the way. We would have crushed this plume so that the stone would tear. Like it didn't get this far. Now he has two nations, Kyron and Andor, that he controls. Like we've kind of missed our chance to to. Yeah, but at tier he had Colindor. He would have died. Mm-hmm. They would have died. So, Remember, but their their so their, their thought process was he's a false dragon. None of it was real anyway. So. Right. They would, but since yes, we're readers and we know they what's going on, I'm not saying this guy's they a moron. Right. I'm not saying they would have won at all. I'm just saying that in his logic, they should have done that, But uh, which is yeah. logically sound if you believe he's a false dragon. Right. If I was forced to support the White Cloaks, I, from what I know right now, what Pedro Nile has been doing and what he's still doing, he is a fantastic leader. He is their best bet. If he's failing... As a leader, then he's not doing a good job explaining the why he's doing things mm-hmm. to some of his counterparts. I, I But I also recognize that maybe he can't because it's going to conflict with some of their extreme ideology. And even though he's making good decisions, it's good strategy for them. People would turn on him if he was completely honest about what he's doing because it's not the white cloak way. Yeah. So he's, I don't know. Anyways, he's, he's their best bet. Yeah. Which means he's probably going to die or lose power or something like that sometime soon. Mm-hmm. Anything from all this is for, before we switch to patrons uh, point of view. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, cause it kind of said right in there. Uh, Cause yeah. yeah, the next, the next scene is patrons watching all this from his window up above. He can't hear anything, but just he's angry ball to stalk away. And he's getting reports from Balwar uh, about, you know, is this the morning report? Yeah, this is what the red red wax seal was still intact, you know. And I could sing Lion King this entire episode. episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, um, as he puts out points out, uh, more nonsense about leashed Isodian monsters coming from the west. Um, and he thinks it's all just just BS. That you know, nothing new there. I mean, just, so are the Shan Chen really doing their thing? Are they coming back? Yeah, I don't know. That's the question, right? I don't know. What do you guess? I mean, if we're talking about leashed eyes to die, that's that's the only group we really know with yeah. leashed women that channel. So, oh yeah, I kind of yeah, yeah. I believe it. Yeah, you know where the white cloaks are mm-hmm. failing. Um, if you're going to be this powerful of a group and you want to influence the whole world, you can't be so isolated and narrow-minded. You got to have some sort of human intel like out there gathering information. So like all of this stuff that they talk about, you know, from the reader perspective, you hear him talking about how, like, well, it's not really a drag reboard. He ain't really channeling the Aes Sedai are doing it. And we're like, stupid, you don't know. And they kind of scoff about like these rumors of what happened at, uh, where, where was the place where uh, Rand was up in the sky doing battle? Uh, Fal- uh, Faldara. Not Faldara. No, not Faldara. Faldara's the, 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 the uh, the in the north. Falme. Falmouth. Yeah. yeah. Falmouth. Yeah. So, and like they hear rumors about that and they're, you know, they're like, well, that can't be real. It's made up, blah, blah, blah. And they hear about these, you know, 
leashed women, and they seem to know so little about the world around them. Well, I would think if you want to be that powerful organization, like you yeah. would have good human intel out or, there. Or the maybe one of these factions is keeping all the information to themselves. Yeah. Well, they said they sent patrols out west, and they all disappeared. They're not coming back. So human human is not patrols. <laughs> I'm talking undercover. No. I'm talking blend in. Don't walk around going, you know who I am? I'm a white cloak, you know, walk in the ladder. I'll stab you in the eye. Like that's not how you get good information. Yeah. And, and but that's, that's exactly what Niles next order was is to send spies, to, you know, and, and, and ball work. We get a courier to Tanchico and ball mm-hmm. who just like, he's, he's seen it all. He's done it all. He knows it all. He's like, eh, typically 10 days. Nowadays, 20, mm-hmm. maybe yeah. 40. Yeah, like shit's going down. (laughs) He's like, well, I don't, I I don't really care about him coming back. I just wanted to be able to get there, which was kind of cold. Yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess, to my point is, if you're this large of an organization in this world that we're living in is not that big, you should already have contacts planted everywhere. This should be easy. You mean like the Asadai? Yes, but where the I said I F up is they all do it on an individual basis so they don't share information with each other very well. So like kind of like that, but so it's kind of like the So it's not kind of it's exactly like the CIA, the FBI, and the NSA, how they all have their own networks and they don't share anything with each other at all. And in fact they show up to the same cases sometimes and they literally go like, Wait, who's in charge? Are you in charge? Am I in charge? Like Wait, what do you know? What do you know? Like, <laughs> both of them are like, well, it's us. Shit. We've been running this case for 10 years. And they're like, wait, us too. <laughs> How are we just now crossing paths? The, the, wor- yeah. the worst part, I mean, I, I, I knew someone that worked for DEA and was undercover for a long time uh, doing doing drug stuff. And, um, doing and, and said, well, it, well it, and the cartel and trying to infiltrate cartels, like big time DEA type stuff. And so the worst part is like one time they actually built up this entire case and they went to go try to take this guy down and end up being like an undercover an FBI it was FBI oh, agent. I knew it. <laughs> and they, yep. they uncovered an entire like FBI cell. I was like, yeah, I've been working this case for years. They're like, well, we thought you were the case. Like, no, like we're trying uh, to like I think it'd be great if there's actually not a drug problem in America. It's just all these three letter <laughs> agencies pretending to be dealers and users. <laughs> and they're all gathering information on each other. Like, yeah. And like not you go back to all right. Well, who was yeah, the first to start bringing in fentanyl? Like, wow, well, that was yeah. that was actually the ATF. How the fuck did they get involved in this? <laughs> you know, we talked too much about these three letter organizations. They're going to shut down the podcast right now. So let's keep let's right, move uh, on. Like <laughs> NFL, maybe they'll go there. NFL, yeah. NFL. Yeah, uh, oh, don't get me started on that. I had Kirk Cousins and Derrick Henry on my fantasy team, and I only needed one of them to show up and perform. I was close to winning, and both of them bombed. It was. <laughs> You're why would you choose cousins on Monday Night Football? I should have known better. I don't know. My bad. I don't know. So uh, more gays. Uh, we, we switched to her point of view, and um, yeah, um, this is a this is a lot. Uh, and her escape. Pater's come with an awesome plan. Oh yes, team Pater plan. We are all team Pater here on this podcast. We want you to know this. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and Peter had this awesome plan um, that they were they were going <laughs> to escape and and they were. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there eventually. 
I should not be laughing this much at his demise, but can we just cut the podcast off and like we should have put together like a memorial like <laughs> montage of pictures and stuff. Of <laughs> a people saying wearing Peter hat no. beanies. A slow-mo of getting punched in the nose. You know, I would say I would say do a moment of silence, but you know, the thing is when I go to edit it, I hit this button called truncate silence, so I'll just cut all the sounds uh, out anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's kind of appropriate for that's a Peter memorial. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you have one of the Peter beanies, take a picture and send it in. Yeah, of yourself wearing it. You know, we actually made a, a special one for Delusions of Grendel when she had a kid. So they had she has a little baby one with little ears on it. Um, oh, that's awesome! Yeah. yeah. So little baby Peter with Peter gear. So Peter was super excited because Queen Morgana said finally decided that she was going to go with him as long as he made sure that everybody else is going to be able to escape with him. Mm-hmm. And today is the big day that they're going to be smuggled out of the Fortress of the Light. Yep. I'm helping. And their laundry. <laughs> and Tal- Talonfor doesn't trust... Yeah. Talonfor doesn't trust any of it. He's like, I don't think this of Peter guy not. is... Yeah. Because he's intelligent. Uh, any intelligent creature would look at that and go, really? We're, we're going to sneak out with with the dirty dishes, yeah. Well, and remember, he's he's charged himself with the protection of his queen, Merges. And considering everything that's happened to them and everything happening in this world, you shouldn't trust anybody. Only when you yeah, absolutely sure. have to to get something done. So I I vibe with him. Don't trust anybody. Yes, this makes sense. Yeah, especially yeah. Pater, shifty motherfucker. But hey. They're getting out. And that's all that matters. That's all that matters you know. until there's a knock on the door and Basil Go comes in and says, "Hey, the White Cooks are here." And he's like, "Shit, Nayo wants me right now. I'm trying to get out of here, and uh, looks like I'm going to be stalled." And what what do they know? Do they know what's going on? And and the questioner leads them out and leads them right past the gallows. And mm-hmm. she looks up, and there's everyone. Well, I mean, really, he was just, <laughs> really, he was just taking her the quickest way to get to. Um, you know, the Lord Captain yeah. Commander. Now this was she on purpose. That. No, on that purpose. was that was what was really happening. And then just so happens that okay. at that very moment <laughs> I didn't know you were going full sarcasm tonight. This is, this is the second time and you're you're laying it on so thick. I was like, damn, Chris, we're reading different books, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I love this setup here. Like as soon yeah. as he came to get her, knowing kind of what I already knew because somebody slipped up and said something at some point. During one of our podcasts, I was like, oh, wait, what? Yeah, okay, uh-huh. something crazy is about to happen, and here it is. Yep. Now, how, how quick do you think she slipped into depression? Do you think she was slipping into it at all? I mean, no. here's a person who was kind of used to stuff happening around her, so. She don't have time for that. She's in survival mode, fight or flight. Yeah. yeah uh, that, if if it hits, it'll be much later. It's, it's going to be in downtime. Yeah. So, plus, I mean, with her experience, you know, as a queen, she's she's gone through some shit. So, she'll she be together definitely as long the lion of a, lioness of Andor. I'll give it to her because she was very, very yeah. in control in that moment. Yeah. Although, can we talk about the description of what happened when they were hung? So, one, you have the the ones that drop and just immediately because it breaks the neck, and then you right. have the lines that squirm and wiggle well, because it doesn't break much. their neck. It's well, cute. yes. But also, do you see the people hanging, or they drop behind a covered platform uh, area? That's a good question. You see they the rope. They said they see the rope twitching. 
That's right, all. but they don't see the person. So this is, I'm all the way back to Tom getting taken out by that fade. I don't think he's dead. I don't think this shifty, slimy little booger is dead. Really? No, like that's he, an interesting perspective. Either he slipped the rope or somebody helped him or something, but I, I don't think he's dead. Well, so also, if Pedro Nile was the one who ordered the hangings or at least knew about them, the little bit I know about him, I don't see him being the one to hang a kid. Well, and Pedro Nile didn't he, do it. We learned that. But this he would have to know. He would have to know that it was happening. There's no way mm, here. No, this happens all the time. They hang people Here's all the it. time. When, when Regaze is back against the wall, she backs through the wall. Because <laughs> uh, baby got back. Uh, baby got back. <laughs> Jeez, now my mental picture of Regaze has changed. She is big booty uh, Regaze. Like a shelf, Curvacious. you can set a tray on there and have a snack, uh, and my she hold your drinks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, but the fact that we don't actually see him die. If he uh, comes back, then I definitely owe you a Chick-fil-A sandwich because I am of the mindset that he is gone, gone this time. I I know Pater's not a kid. In my mind, he's a kid, all right, Dana? (laughs) I know know 40-year-olds that are Weasley like Pater, and they are definitely kids. How old is Pater at this point? That doesn't say. That's true. Not a kid. I mean, I mean I'd, I'd guess in, why in my mind's eye is he a kid? I, I think he's just well. 20s. He's like a teenager in my yeah twenties. He's a, he, he's a twenty year old in my mind. I, we could be completely wrong, but you know, no, it true. makes for but a I'm, more interesting story when you have this kid trying to prove his let's, kid, let's, let's trying to prove himself, and right. then he he dies a quick short right, right, right. death. Keep keep no, talking he about. Like, he was getting out of the ropes. I think he yes, slipped the news. There you go, teenage emo dark friend phase. Like that was exactly what <laughs> he's got. The he just wanted the t-shirt. <laughs> he just wanted the t-shirt. <laughs> it just says he's a young man. Yeah, Peter, a young man, a dark friend from Market Share and Bandor. So we'll say early twenties, late yeah, teens. Yeah, let's go with that. Just a little bit older than Rand, because uh, Rand felt like he yeah. wasn't too much older than him. If it's yeah. if it's emo, Peter. That T-shirt, he might not even gone to the Dark Friend like event himself to get the T-shirt. His his grandfather or father might have been a Dark Friend, and he just uncle. dug that out of his or his uncle, uncles. and then yeah, yeah, and then dug the T-shirt out of the closet and was like, "I'm gonna wear this because it's cool." Yeah, and that's how he got tapped. Yeah, his his his, his, yeah, his no uncle was really team. was really into like you know Megadeth and like went to all the concerts right. and he and he just like this shirt looks awesome. I'm gonna wear it. ACDC. Yeah. It's electric. Uh, uh, <laughs> this face yeah. paint for Kiss looks really cool. <laughs> I like makeup. I love her reaction. She's like so many at once. Like Giggity. she really did play that <laughs> really well. Yeah, she kept she kept her cool. He was um, like every I mean, day. <laughs> Perhaps an and or you let him off easy, not us. <laughs> no, nope. see how I read nope. that. Yep, yep, yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. So he finally, she finally gets to Niall. Um, and, and, and well, the, more interesting during the whole execution, the questioners definitely were paying attention to Morgay, see her reaction to it, and, and she keeps her cool. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, like, they really thought she wasn't even like didn't have any sort of feeling towards it. She's like, you okay. know, she's and they're just really testing her to see whether or not. 
they were involved with her. Like that's really shitty that they right. did that. And one like flash forward, um, there's mention of where they talked to everybody, question everybody, and they couldn't find a connection to her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so Pater they, actually was the man in this one. Like Pater he did not give loyal. Yeah, like that's crazy to me. Didn't he went from the, the snot nose, like booger box broken to I'm a man. I'm so not gonna speak. Turns out Morgay's got Rick rolled by Pater. <laughs> never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. <laughs> uh, he, he got let down in the most. Oh, he he got oh. let down. She didn't. He got let down oh, violently. So <laughs> anyway, but going. I just want to see Pater up on the gallows looking over. Going first time. <laughs> first time. First time. You know, I got punched in the nose yeah. once. This will probably be just like that. Yeah. Be fast. Yeah. No big deal. I right. mean, if if he is indeed coming back, then I guess you can't say it's kind of like that. You just quick damage and keep mm-hmm. it moving. Yep. He could be a forsaken in disguise. Yeah. I don't think so. Pater's done for. I, I I'll, I'll put a chicken, a spicy chicken sandwich from Chick Fil A on that. Okay. All right. I right. say we get him. We get him by the end of the next book. Okay, and I, Hater and I'll, isn't, and I'll spice Hater isn't steak worthy. <laughs> no, no. I'm not, and I'm not getting you extra pickles either. <laughs> you can just not even deluxe. You're just getting the right. regular spicy chicken sandwich. You're not getting the, the extra pickles are free, and I'm still not getting them for you because Pater ain't worth it. <laughs> and buy your own damn drink. <laughs> there you go. So look, as she's walking along, though, she's like, "He's one." I give up. Like there's there's nothing I can do. Every time I yeah, turn and, a corner, and, and and she's and she gives up. I mean, she goes to Nyla and she's like, "I'm ready to sign. I'll sign whatever treaty you want." And, and Nyla's like, "Crazy," because she had no idea at all whether or not he had anything to do with this at all. But I, yeah, I also understand. But her hope for escape is gone. Yes, as is Alice. And she can't stay there forever. I know she's not a prisoner, but she's in this limbo phase, kind of like how I am. Like. Here, just fucking a prisoner, thumbs, right? Mm-hmm. And not actually, she has no mission other than sit around and wait. Like, and she can't escape now and influence the world. So now she's got to partner with somebody to try and do it. Yeah, I get it. I don't like what's happening, especially because man, skipping way ahead. How crazy is this? If Elaine makes it back and then the White Cloaks attack, Elaine and Morgays are going to be fighting each other. I don't think that's yeah. going to happen. Well, as soon as they realize what's happening, they might try and stop it. But once Camelin is fighting in defense against the White Cloaks, do you think either side is going to be able to be called off? Oh, Matt is going to have fun destroying White Cloaks. Yes! That's where you're going with this. It's going to be chaos. And then they're going to look across the battlefield and Elaine and Morgays are going to see each other like, fuck, what are we doing? (laughs) Well, no, that's perfect for Morgay. She's already trying to figure out how she's going to end this relationship before, just as she's beginning. And so she walks in. She's like, all right, I give up. And he's sitting back, like, thinking to himself. And he goes, oh, you said something? Oh, wait, what? And the treaty's already there, already written. Like, the ink is, is more than dry. It's like, you know, the paper's turning to ash already or dust because he's been sitting for so long waiting on it. He's like, here you go, sign it. She signs it. He's like, all right, off to the libraries with that document. We're done with this. And she goes, all right, when are, when are we going to reclaim my throne? And he goes, I got other shit to do today. Yeah, <laughs> I'll put it on the list of things to do. We'll get to it. Oh, and, then, and, then she, and then she immediately turns after all this and goes, perhaps two play stones. I could use a good game of stones. 
Giggity. She's like, it's, it's time to play the game. Yep. It's time to play the game. Well, if she's going to partner with him. Yeah, if she's going to partner with him, that's, that is the next step. You don't just walk away and let him be fully in control of everything. You got to start influencing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And she seems, I think she could play the game. Oh, she yeah. says, you know, she, she's, she's great at the game. She's one of the best at the games. Yeah. She does I just well. lost the game. Yeah, now you're thinking about it. Game over. Game over. Yeah, I I'm not worried about her individually and her ability to take care of herself, but I I'm certainly worried about where this is going and if White Cloaks end up going to Caitlyn and everything I mentioned before. It's I was worried about Lenny. Right. Look, what are, what are we? I thought we're gonna see Lenny die. Lord of Chaos. Everybody gonna be fighting everybody by the end of this. Lenny. Lenny. I was more worried for Lenny. Yeah. Yeah, Lenny hasn't lived this long because she's a chump. All right, no. true. She probably already has a way out. She's just being loyal to her queen, but the minute shit goes sideways, she's gonna disappear. Yep, yeah, I do. I have all the faith in that. I got oh, me <laughs> pop up halfway across the globe. Yeah, chilling on a beach, uh, drinking a mimosa. I'm, I'm an army of one. <laughs> me, yeah. She's really eyes to die. Anything from all this besides our, our toast and our moment of silence for our dear friend, Peter? Um, to be continued with Peter. No, I'm going to go ahead and toast with you. Toast with me. Cheers water. to Peter. I won't toast in that. I'll toast in his honor, but not in his memory. <laughs> I'll enjoy this spicy chicken sandwich. <laughs> yeah. I might have to um, only one. I'm, I'm saying this out of hope, not confidence. So, <laughs> okay. so uh, now we switch to Asawana's point of view. I've got him on my fantasy <laughs> roster also. Tight end yeah. from the Denver Broncos. Marcus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah, so he's, he's puzzled yeah, he's puzzled by Murray's Morgase's reactions uh to executions. Um yeah, thinks it's strange. Um thought for sure that she'd react more to it. Um, and then talks more about the conviction um, that they found them, I guess, doing a seance or some kind of ritual toward the dark one. And dummies. Why would Mama you, camp like, out next to the white cloaks and bust bro. out in a Ouija board. What you, you, you said exactly, exactly what was on my mind. Like you're literally in the lion's den and you're pouring blood on yourself. Like, yeah. Dummies. Yeah. Pretty much. So do we that so get away to the dark? The dark one, like he has no shits given whether or not you perform this ritual. What he cares about more is, is can you get him this queen out of this city so he can continue to take her lands? I don't think the dark one even cares about any of this. Probably not, but <laughs> his forsaken do, and these, everybody assumes. No, but these do feel like wannabe dark friends. This still does not feel like a team. Even the uncle. Asanawa. Asanawa. Is H solid? So even when you pronounce it correctly, put that back up, Alan. Even when you pronounce it correctly, yeah. it sounds like you don't know how to pronounce it. You're like, uh, also, nah, nah, what? Not gonna work here anymore. Hey, yeah. <laughs> and that's I'm pretty sure in this chapter with you know them plotting against Morgays and and more kind of Nile as well. Nile, 
The stage well, the is set. The name reminds me of a movie I saw this weekend. Phenomenal movie. What's it's that? like five stars. The Woman King. Oh, great movie. You, did you see it in theaters? Yes. Phenomenal. Uh, mm-hmm. Someone was just telling me about it briefly, but I still, I got to go back and watch a trailer. It, it but I, I, I've been told I need to see it. Okay. Yes. I like that you're co-signing because I didn't really mm-hmm. trust this other person, but no, if you liked it, it, I'm going to look into it. Okay. Okay. I have to check it out. Cool. It's all That's about the, the homie tribe. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I have seen some uh, a trailer for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That which, tri- which tribe was intense. it? The homie. The homie. <laughs> are you serious? Or are you just... I'm dead serious. They're called yeah, the, the homie. homie. The homie, okay. yeah. They actually were one of the... One of the, one of the like, I mean, not to get historical, like one in, tr- one in every 20 slaves were captured by that tribe to go to america like they were mm. the tribe that fueled the american uh, slave trade. yes yeah. until yeah. they decided not to they were until they decided not to yeah but they were they were yeah. and this movie is about the tail end of it so anyway yeah. anyway okay cool yeah summoned in haste summoned in haste chapter 32 and we got the terangriol for the dream ring yeah thingy uh i i enjoyed symbol? I enjoyed all of this in the beginning of the next chapter very much yeah. so. Yeah. So sorry, this Brand. brought me, no. well, I got to say it, these next two chapters kind of sucked me back into the book. Yep. Yeah. Because we've had so many filler chapters that kind of moved really slow, and I'm like, please get to the point. Mm-hmm. Bring and it all together. These nuggets, and I'm like, yes, come yeah. on. Woo! I feel you. Finally. 100%. Yeah. We got so a yeah, we got a Gwen. Yeah, we start with Rand because uh, Rand's visit. It's it's a Rand's point of view. He's visiting Kyran, um, and and palace tensions are all high. But it definitely is, is her, it's him visiting Gwen as well. Um, hearing the news. Well, the yeah, we we know uh, that like he is visiting Kyran, and mm-hmm. she said that it seems like one of those grand illuminator firework displays that she's never heard about exploding all through the city or never seen mm-hmm. but known it's exploding all throughout the city so she's just she's either avoiding him outright or he's avoiding her outright which yeah. again i know you guys make the comment all the time but if they had communicated a little bit better maybe at all to each other there could have been some easy resolutions here yeah, yeah. of course she's her being around him is risky anyways with all the other eyes to die around she's still trying to dodge that so She's, well, yeah, I know we have Shido in the camp low. now. Like the Shido are here. They've sent wise ones. So they literally have people that can peek into the tent of everybody and kind of <laughs> see what's going on. And yeah, I don't I don't yeah. like that very much. That just because they're wise ones, they're automatically cleared to hang out. Um like at what at what point is your enemy your enemy? Yeah. But like I would hope that she would have had a greater conversation with Rand about Gawain. And maybe got the two of them to talk to each other a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. Maybe I it'll mean, still that happen. Could have resolved a lot, or at least it could have. But then we'd have one less book. There's gonna be a whole yeah. book on that. Uh, you think on, on her and Gawain? or him, Gawain and Rand uh, fighting? Oh yeah, well that, yeah, that. I thought you were like Gawain and Gawain. <laughs> no, that's fan fiction. I'm sure there are many chapters out there. In the fan fiction uh, world, about the two of them, uh, that's yeah, something sure. I have not looked up. I'm a little afraid to do so. Don't. Um, I'm not. 
yeah. So uh, Egwene also is, is really curious about the Seafolk ships. Uh, so she says, go check one out. She's been on one before. So yeah, they're they're buddies. Yeah, it doesn't. She'll be welcome. Yeah, sure. Hmm. <laughs> Tell us how that works out. It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> so I got really confused at first. I know, like she's so first and foremost goes. You know, she's tired of the day. Her time of goblin goes by too fast, and the rest of the day goes by too slow. She's avoiding the Aes Sedai and especially the Shido because she doesn't want to get given chores. So she's like, all right, let me do something productive. I'll go talk to the sea folk. Maybe I'll learn something new. Goes to the guy at the river, gives him a silver penny, and it's like, all right, take me to him. She's confidently headed out. They throw down the rope ladder. She climbs up. And then this is where it gets hazy to me. Did somebody like put their hands on her eyes and then cut the ropes or like i was a little i need to go no, back and reread um, on the corner i actually saw the knife go in front of her face it kind of like covered yeah. her eyes and then sliced the ropes. i thought for a minute they were going to say that it sliced through her neck okay. like i was listening so i was like yeah. slice what slice i got really like oh my god do we have our first game of thrones style death yeah <laughs> she, we, like, we said she's so important and now she's done it's done <laughs> yeah yeah. But no, they but slice no, the rope. They slice the rope ladder, and so like, they no. throw the rope ladder down first. Let her walk up with it some, and then cut it. Yeah, because it wasn't there, right? She I hailed, guess. and they tossed. They tossed the ladder down. I think yeah. so. Yeah, isn't that yes. what happened? Yeah, she hailed. She so... called a few times. <laughs> they tossed it down. She goes up, and then like, I mean, I've I've done it for you. Open the door for like. If someone opens the door, your passenger side to get in. Then you, then you. Move forward a little bit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Then, I love doing that. I've done it with Chanel a number of times. Or I'll like, unlock the door, and then when she grabs it, I'll lock it again. And then I'll unlock it, then I'll lock it. All right. But that proves my point is that they were the first ones to be assholes. They, oh, they yeah. started this shit. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Just want to make sure our listeners, everybody's in the same place. Asshole's there. a strong word. I mean, prankster, there's a lot of other words you could use. Uh, you know. Where, where are you at thesaurus? You're <laughs> different words, same thing. She had just reached the rail and she saw a woman who clearly was um, able to channel. She had on blouse and blue silk and a dark sash and she had all these gold earrings. She sounds pretty, but she has an ugly attitude. No, she's a prankster. Funny joker. Or that. Actually, I'll take that. I like that better. It would be funny when they finally meet if she is just like this slapstick, like everything's a joke. Yeah. Like a Jack Black type, just <laughs> fucking around. <laughs> uh, takes nothing serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Aquinas gets really angry. Channels the one power, lifts several people up the sh- off the ship. Um, this is after she gets rescued, mind you. She is near drowning. Sure, in the okay. lake, in the river. Mm-hmm. She was smart. She blew bubbles out, and she saw where they went. I would never have thought to go. Huh? How do I figure out up and down? Oh, that's the first thing they teach you, like oh, lifeguarding. Yeah. yeah, never did lifeguarding. Follow, follow, just... follow, follow the bubbles. Follow the bubbles. That's smart. Like I didn't know that. Like my sister threw me in twelve feet and said, "Swim." That's how I learned to swim. Which yeah. way's up? Uh, you know, I was like, "Where's the light?" <laughs> I opened my eyes. It burned a lot. I learned to open my eyes in the water that mm-hmm. day. Yeah, and yeah. I I fought my way to the top. Yeah. The, the only the only time I ever had to actually follow my bubbles were 
I won't say where, but there was this establishment that had pools that obviously were closed at night and maybe we hopped the fence and we'd go swimming at night and then we would bring our friends and we would have some beers and I don't recommend swimming while drunk, but we were dumb and did that. But if you are swimming and drunk and then doing crazy stuff off the diving board, you might find yourself at a 12 foot depth trying to figure out which way is up Mm because you get disoriented very quickly. So yeah, (laughs) I utilize the bubble training then. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad. Sometimes you can't see either. So I mean, like it's it's. She's lucky she can even see the bubbles. I mean, I know a lot of rivers. Be dirty in the river. You can't. You can't see muddy water. Shit. I mean, like I mean, I've 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 done a lot of scuba diving. Like not fun. Like scuba diving on reefs is really pretty and it's a lot of fun. Work scuba diving, like when you're going down to do salvage or you're going down to clean bottoms of boats, uh, is most of scuba diving I've done, and it's usually in really murky water and it's not fun because it's just yeah. You can't see your hand like this this far in front of you. You can't see your hand. Um, yeah. Well, even the river at my dad's house, it, it's pretty muddy water. So if you go under and open your eyes, you have about a foot or two feet where you can see the glow of light. You still can't quite make out any images in front of you. But below two yeah. feet, it's pitch black because pitch it's black, such yeah. muddy water. Mm, There's yeah. so much sediment in there. Yeah. Mm. That's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. So she yeah. lucked out. Yeah. And then she gets up on the board. You know, the homeboy pulls her up. He's like, yeah, you gave me that silver penny. I guess go help you a little bit more. And she gets angry. Well, he's, he's ready to leave. He's like, I guess we're going back. <laughs> and she's like, no, 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 no. We're not done yet. And he's like, what do you mean? She's like, watch. And then she unleashes. And I think it's really neat. Um, oh, where is it at? Well, and as she does it, she intentionally shows off her strength. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. She, she hits him with multiple weaves. She, multiple so she directions. knew whether, did she? Could she divide the flows four ways? Not many eyes to die could. One flow was spirit, a shield she shoved onto the wavefinder to keep her from interfering. She, if she knew how, each of the other three was air woven almost delicately around each woman, binding their arms to their sides, lifting them was not uh, precisely difficult, but not easy either. Like, I could see in my mind, it's just like, and it's really stupid, but she's literally, like, doing things with her hands to, like, weave over these air flows. Yeah. And then, like, and then they all, like, are, like, and then up, and then out. And then she did the stupid thing. I wouldn't have let them go. I would have put them in the (laughs) water. I would have held them yeah. in there for a little bit. They're sea folk. Like, duh. They can swim. They're, this is not going to be any problem for... Well, I can't say that because not all sailors know how to swim. But they should. But in the past, not all sailors could swim. Yeah, traditionally, no. <laughs> yeah. But in my mind, I would have assumed these women could swim. I would have, like, made them a little bit frantic before I let them go. So she she has some learning to do in the ways of torture. But. Yeah. Well, so I like I like that she gets them back. I think it was a fair, you know, tit for tat. Um, but I actually liked when she let him go that they did like these perfect somersault dive one and a half. They're like, well, for here, let's make it look pretty. Shoop, shoop, shoop. And then no splash as they enter the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that was pretty cool. Yeah. So someone did comment that water is really scary. And I, I will test that. It's actually one of my deepest fears is the Mine water. Too. Uh, yeah. Even though I'm a very good swimmer, I'm a sailor. I've sailed across seas and oceans and i'm terrified of the water 
Actually, scariest moment of my life is actually taking a bath in the middle of the ocean where it's thousands and thousands of feet deep. I was terrified the entire time. Especially when the yeah. shark showed up. There's a shark that showed up while we were jumping in the uh, water. That was, that was it happens. Uh, yeah, it, it was it was kind of big. So yeah, yeah. he's like he's like, man, this ocean's big, long crossing, and there aren't a lot of fish for these sharks to eat on the big crossings. So he's like, oh, I'm so hungry. Well, so, snack. Oh, nice no, no. So, so, so what ha- what happened was we we we'd lather up and then we jump in to rinse off because uh, we don't have much water. We had to drink the fresh water, so right. we just jump in the water and rinse off in the ocean. And um and I had lathered up with soap and was about to jump in, and one of the other guys on the boat was down using the bathroom, and he didn't know we'd already jumped in, so he uses the pump out, and oh. so he starts he starts pumping out and um. So this cloud of brown water. water starts to move away from the boat. So I start swimming away from the boat. And our lookout yells, shit, because there's shit coming out. And then he sees a shark coming up because once the shit comes out, the small fish come out and the sharks come out. I mean, it's like a boom, boom, boom thing. And um, and the sharks started coming up and I was like, and I said, you know, shark. So I started trying to figure out how to get back around to the other side of the boat. And as I'm going around the other side of the boat, because all this commotion Definitely stir the wildlife up. There were sea snakes on the other side coming towards the boat. Uh, oh. So it's literally shit. Oh, they're super shit friendly. Shit, shark, yeah, snake. Um, yeah, sea snakes are actually, if you know anything about sea snakes, they are actually um, more poisonous than anything on land. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't know if they're um, aggressive or just curious, but they will swim right at you. Yeah, they, they don't bite. For Apparently, from what I've been told, is it's very rare they ever bite, uh, but they will swim right up to you. And if they do bite you, um, you're, you're not going to make it. Um, <laughs> it's just it's the fact. The fact of the matter is how far out you are in the ocean. They, they do have antidotes for it, but um, but it would take hours, yeah. and you have I think like 45 minutes to get an antidote. Or yeah, dead. like you'd, you'd be done ski. So in this story, did you also get soap in your eye because that would make it hilarious? I did step and I got five dollars. Uh... <laughs> yes, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Kidding, I didn't stab anybody, but yeah, but yeah. It's, this, it's the, uh... <laughs> this is why your wife is like, I can never win an argument because nothing, nothing faces him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like once you live a certain uh, amount this, of life, and it's... for anybody listening, that's an inside joke between me and Ian. So I apologize mm-hmm. for using inside jokes. Uh, but like when back when we were younger, we whenever someone would tell like a really boring story, and everyone's like, "So what's the point of the story?" Like and then I stabbed a guy and took five dollars. I'm like, "Oh, okay, that's a great story." Yeah, that's now. a that's a great <laughs> ending. That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> so yeah, that's yeah. A, that's how we end stories that make no sense. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Judge Judy. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> I guess we need to move on. Um, so yeah, so now it's time to go to Tel Aramiad. <laughs> so after all this, Egwene goes back and about, by, um, allows her to go to Tel Aramiad. Um, she's been back and forth a couple of times just for a few yeah. minutes to make sure she's mm-hmm. capable. You yep. know, they come in, they check her temperature, they use the the probe. They, But she's finally know. able to meet all the tower, or the little tower, the Celadar Ice and Ice, at the stone. So... We get to this scene. Don't now. There was a point where I thought she saw that Rand was there, but clearly she did not. Or no. did she? No. The person no. that she didn't recognize was Swan. Yes, but, yes. But we're, gonna, thought... but we're gonna talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. 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 Uh, and yeah. Sharon's there, uh, you know, and it's ignoring, you know, kind of what the wise ones have been saying. 
And it's very obvious there's a lot of tension between the wise ones and these Aes Sedai. Yeah, they bust straight into ceremony in Richmond. Yeah, Aes Sedai, yeah. like, these bitches are late again. Yeah. Again. They just do not know how to tell time. We need to teach them least something. They can do is be and, and as they're doing all this kind of ceremonial type stuff, like the I said, I just kind of cut off the wise ones and they're like, uh, forget all that. Egwene, you're summoned to Sadar. Come at haste. All haste. Actually, no, you're summoned to the tower. To, yeah, to the little tower. Uh, yeah, of Sadar. Um, and they're like, yeah, you can just come here like in a day. I know there's a way you can do it through the world dreams. I'm sure the wise ones can teach you. And they're like, yeah, that's evil. We, we we don't we do don't that. that. <laughs> we don't talk about travel. Like, oh, no, no, no. Do they not your coming, Egwene? And she's like, okay, yeah, I'll it's not for it you out. to ask questions. Yep, the, get your and, ass and over here. She's literally like, well, I think I figured it out, honestly. But you know, I also don't want to make them mad, but don't want you to be any madder. So. Yeah. It's a tough spot to be in. Yeah. Well, she had to know her intuition was already that she was going to get found out. Like mm-hmm. there, oh, yeah, there was right no away. way she even thought about like, maybe I can make an excuse and not go this time, blah, blah, blah. But she knew, I mean, how now much they longer... did try to cover for, they're like, mm-hmm. that's not why you were summoned. Ask not why. And I think also half the Aes Sedai that are there don't know that she's pretending to be Aes Sedai and for what purpose right. she actually went. True. So yeah. I think they were covering two ways, trying to keep her coming back, you know, as tight to the circle as possible. Yeah. What do you think I about swipe. this this thing they're hinting to about traveling through Teleprogram, though? Because that's what they're talking about. They're well, talking about traveling yeah, yeah. through. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of like that's kind of like what Landfair did. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. I, was uh, say, I mean, not that I know much of how that works, but. Say it. See what you're gonna say. No, I mean. Uh, I was ending with a butt. But, big butts. (laughs) I'm with you. I I love them, actually. Anyway, that's probably my word. Anyway. Um, You just threw me completely off. I started thinking about big butts. Um, Let's do that. They do do that, like, all the time. Anyway. um, So, Mm -hmm. I was going back to the thought of this being a different dimension rather than just a dream world. And so rather than entering a fictitious space of the mind, you're actually just crossing through dimensions. So, you know, dimensions kind of just like touch up against each other and maybe they fold like layers. And so it makes it easier to just kind of go. Careful with that sound effect. (laughs) You talked about butts. Anyway. Clapping. Clapping cheeks maybe, over here. All right. <laughs> maybe she can make her way like oh, through the folds and then come out on the other yeah. end. Mm-hmm. Like, is there a relation between this and how the ways were made? Is there a relation this between like what was it when they traveled with the stone portal stuff? Well, yeah. And, I mean, we know in Kalaryad when they when you're in there, you just have to think about the place that you want to go to, and you're there. Yeah. Mm. So then it's like collapsing the dimension in on itself and opening up a portal from one to the next. Opening up a doorway from one to the next. Sure. Yeah. Well, so like the way Rand described it, it's more like... But Rand's using a different You're bending space and then you punch a hole through it. So you bend space, punch a hole through it. The Teleron Riyadh is more you enter it 
in your real life body. And then you use the physics and abilities in Teleron Riyadh to just imagine yourself in a different place. And then you come back out, which I, mm -hmm. I guess is more like teleporting, but mm -hmm. not in the physical world. So, uh, yeah. Actually, so have you read Hyperion? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. No. Uh, this great book. chap oh. is really gonna gonna give us some really great insight. It does on how be this travel. Before that, we Not still have to get one, to the whole. The whole yeah, we still have to get to the whole Swan thing too. So, well, yeah. So we we have a young woman who's there, and she has a great mastery of no tell on Riyadh, and then she also like produces this awesome map for Egwene. Like, this yeah. is ready to go. Bink. It's a 3D Which, map. Did you catch that? She's and it like, even, ah. well, it even impresses the wise ones. Even the wise <clears throat> ones are like, very nice. That's yeah. kind of cool. I like we that We might trick. steal her from the Aes Sedai later. Yeah. She might become mm -hmm. one of us. One, uh, I think that would be awesome. Mm -hmm. I mean, she doesn't really have her Aes Sedai power anymore, so why not make her a wise one? Oh, Swan? Yeah. Yeah. No. Mm -hmm. That won't happen, I but I do see her learning a little bit more from them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, all right. Now that we're here. So, Gwen did not recognize her at first. She's like, oh, and then there's this other woman that I've seen in Teleron Red before, but I don't know who it is. And then <laughs> someone addresses her as Swan after the map thing, and she's like, wait, Swan? What? Is there another girl and, named Swan? And doesn't recognize her. Now, yeah, that was Shiri. And Shiri was like, good job, Swan. Now, I thought that was hilarious. That interaction where Shiri is like giving Swan praise for making the map. I was like, that's like how yeah, a teacher like a little, talks to an apprentice. A little, a little pat on the head. Yeah, we did it. Dog. But okay, but here's my here's my problem. This is what stood out to me. Egwene has met Swan while she was still able to channel, mm -hmm. right before she was still. Um, Swan now has her channeling back, but Egwene did not recognize her. And no, where do you body where did you... not change? Right, but. That still begs the question, like, what's different and why? And, I mean, we have we have hints of it. We know, like, healing her in that sense didn't exactly work the way Nynaeve was able to do with Loghain. But, I mean, not all of it's back. So what is she now? Hmm. Is it, like, okay. Or what about something even crazier? So she used the same method or attempted the same method she used on Loghain. What if Swan's powers that she has now are more instead of you know the female version and the male version of channeling they're somehow intertwined or maybe she got a little of both oh, okay yeah that's i don't know it just <laughs> it's hard like we don't have enough information but we know there's significant no. significant differences in her even in her appearance true 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 but i mean you've always going back to your theory said that this is more like turning back or speeding up time yeah it could be yeah and so maybe this is what she would have looked like had she never become an eyes to die and taken on those qualities and maybe in healing her and reconnecting the circle you know a piece was detached or burned off and now it's been singed back together well you don't always have all of what you had to begin with when you singe things back together. Yeah. 
Yeah, but then why was Logan's made so perfectly whole and strong? Do we really I mean, know that it was made perfectly whole and strong, or maybe he was just that no. powerful? I, I mean, I'm anticipating we'll find some limitations with him, but we know he comes out very strong. Or again, like you said before, maybe we're missing one key ingredient to the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, that just that just stood out to me that she didn't recognize her. Yeah. So in this point of view, I guess Egwene promises to go to Saladar as soon as she can, uh, however she can get there. Um, and before she comes out of the dream, she realizes she must face Artel. Oh, yeah, because she's like already hit. She's admitted that she has kind of played with the idea of traveling in the dream, which means she's probably already done some exploring in the dream that she shouldn't have done. So she's like, I got some questions I need to answer. Let me go ahead and, and handle my business. So, yeah, I will say, I'm going to say it now before Ian says it. She's my character for the day. Oh, yeah. How can she not be? I, yeah, I was jumping forward a little bit where, you know, after her toe incident where she stubs her toe and the the uh, wise ones help bandage it up. When they were like, I knew it, you were Aiel, da 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 Like, I'm sitting there smiling and like, I know she just got her ass beat, but I'm also very excited for her. Like, this is a, uh, it's like the moment in Final Fantasy where you level up and everybody starts dancing and then they get bigger mm-hmm. and they mature and everything. And I'm like, <clears throat> emotional, <laughs> like experience points, bing, you know? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we just skipped all the way to the end, guys. Going backwards. Sorry. Rand so is a freaking creeper. There. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, this is great, but this is perfect. Yeah. Since people don't communicate directly, like, this is great that Rand was there and got all of this information. If we relied on them talking to each other to exchange this information, that would be six more books before it all came out. True. So it was it was good that Rand got or decided to go there. I don't he know if he got caught, to here and there. I think the, I, this is the, a the pattern kind of. Because even he yeah. was like, I don't know why I decided to go at that time. I just, you know, whatever. You got to think about it. This is definitely a Taviran moment because right when Andor is about to be attacked by the White Cloaks at some point here soon, but as soon as the Andorian Queen signs over essentially her life yeah. to the White Cloaks, now we have a way for Rand to find Elaine and put her in place. Yeah, and like I said, mom's already trying to find a way out, and if her daughter is sitting on the throne, I don't have to worry about this truce. All I gotta do is yeah. get away from you, and if I can get close enough, my daughter will make sure that I get out of here. Yeah, so that's where I'm at. It again, I'm still looking at the title of the book, Lord of Chaos. I still feel like it's not going to end so simply. I don't but, think we're going to hear anything about the White Cloaks marching on Andor in this book. Possibly. I don't know because this much of the book is going to be dedicated to parent. <laughs> I, I think they're Chris. I at this point, I'm convinced that everybody's been fucking Aaron? with us. Every every it's, time it's we've parent. had a guest house, every time we've had a guest house, Alan probably talked to him ahead of time, and they were like, "Hey, I know parent's not in this book, but uh, can you tell Chris and Ian that he's coming?" And like, a couple I'm of right there with you. Actually, just I, fuck with him. At, at this point, I think like the last chapter is like, and parent breathed. Parent yeah, the last paragraph. Who's parent? Parent. You know, you know that block that's just kind of there. Yeah, it's kind of there. It's literally gonna be the last sentence. And parent 
Apparently, yeah. he's taking his sweet time getting to Camelin. He's just strolling along, taking naps. The girls made it to Camelin before he Ooh. Camelin before he did. Stephen Chats, Stephen Chats, not there. Who? Who are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. We're gonna get two full parent books. Ah, uh, okay. Just parent. Parent story ended. He he, he got Fayil, lived heavily ever after, you know, and and he's just shacking up the rest of these books. I would make a couple of little cubs running around. Yeah, that's, that's what he's doing now. Yeah, but, going to hang uh, out at the in-laws. No, the in-laws are hanging out with Rand. We actually just 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 like Rand's creeping in the in the shadows. Loyal's just there creeping with the notebook, writing every single detail on what's going on. <laughs> yeah, nah, Loyal's about to get snatched up in about five or six chapters here. Mama's on her way. Oh yeah, my mama is on her way. We can't forget that. Mama's mama already is. there. I'm in. Rand dropped oh, her yeah, off. Yeah, that's right. He did. Mm-hmm. It's about to go down. It's so Rand, Rand does a little <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's just a blacksmith. He's not an important creeping. part of the story. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. The fighting words for Chris. That's what I figured. <laughs> sure. Uh, there sure. we go. Thank you. Sure. Anyway, Rand's creeping. He's actually just there to like look at Calendor to make sure his work hasn't been touched. My precious. You know, exactly. I wish I wish I had the gift. Like the guy behind the tree, like you know, looking behind the tree, like rub his hands, yeah. like. <laughs> and he just so happens to be there when this is going down, and it's like, huh? They they drew a map for me. Like, could this get any better? Shit, it's three D. Oh my god! And X marks the spot. Like, yeah, bingo. Mm-hmm. He he's just smiling in the background. I can hear loose there, and like. Finally, these witches do something right. Now kill them all. <laughs> kill them all. Kill them. Kill them all. So what I hear is, if you want to get specific information that you actually need from women, you can't do it by having a conversation with them because they won't give it to you. But if you eavesdrop on the conversations with each other, you might be able to glean some important information. That's man, hey. Jordan. That's a little bit, it's a little bit sexist, man. Come on. It's, Women are oh. good communicators too. A better communicators. <laughs> in, some aspects. In, some, <laughs> in, in some aspects. In some aspects. I don't know. I'm a horrible communicator. I, I'm like, I just do my own thing. I'm like, oh, yeah, I was supposed to tell you I was doing that. I, sorry. Communication. Yeah. I, sent sex messages I, I told you in my show. head. Did I not say I that out loud? Yeah. I'm very bad about that. I'm I will very, have conversations with people in my head and assume that we have the conversation. <laughs> but I, I never had it in the real world with you. For, for my own sanity, I send a text message. Yeah, now, sometimes I don't hit send. Like when my yeah, one cousin asked me a question about the wedding, and then a week later, I'm like, hey, are you going to RSVP? He's like, hey, are you going to answer my text? Oh. Boom. No. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, your wedding present has been shipped and on the way to me to give to you. Yeah. Are you I know you sent me a, a really cool idea. I didn't actually expect you to get that, but if you did... I have a space for it that is perfect. I got it. I got it. Oh, I'm excited. It's the most expensive book I've ever bought. (laughs) Over there, you see that tall brown thing? No, it's just fuzzed out, but yeah. No, but you can see the outline of all of that. Fantasy books. Yep. Nice. So, so when I got when I got Chris from Dragon Steel, I got him um, the leather bound Mistborn signed by Brand Sanderson. So it's a nice. signed leather bound yes. copy of the first uh, Fallen Empire. Us. Uh, Final, 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 Final Empire. Final Empire. Yeah. That's awesome. 
Yeah. I'm really trying to get Chanel to read, and now she's going to be reading. <laughs> oh, don't read that one. No, that, that one's going to go on display. Like, no, no, no. She, no that, <laughs> you don't want to destroy that one. That's no. an expensive book to destroy. Huh? I, I might get say, married again just to get some cool presents. This sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you got to give good ideas, too. Yeah, yeah. To check out my registry. Exactly. Well, I, actually, I, I mean, I had to buy it, too, just because I was like, I, I, I'm kind of jealous. I wanted to get one for myself, too, but I couldn't buy myself, bring myself to buy two of them. Um, but I also heard that he's not signing more of those anymore. So uh, oh. once they run out, he might go back to sign them later, but he's too busy right now to sign old, older books because mm. he's writing so much crap. Anyway, um, so you, yeah. You have to get on this more. Oh, he's reading. I'm it. on chapter 29. I know you're enjoying it. I am loving it. All right. <laughs> so we're, we're, we're already on a big tangent. I told Alan earlier, this is great. So like, there's the similarities that he has to like Jordan and even Martin. Spoiler are, warning for Mistborn. <laughs> yeah, I, won't, I, won't go, I won't go in deep into detail, but like there are some similarities, but only a little bit and in really fantastic ways. But then he has his own vibe, his own style of writing. Yeah. I love his pacing. He sprinkles a little bit of action all along the way. All and it's not that way. he's, it's not that he's not world building and not describing. He just does it kind of in between. Correct. Uh, and he doesn't go too deep inside everybody's head but he definitely gets in you know the perspective where you're at he gets in their head a little bit so you're always understanding what's motivating them like their previous past influences and how it's affecting decisions now i mean it's just yeah it's awesome i honestly wouldn't mind going back and rereading all of them born already really already uh, yes not lying to you i th- i enjoyed them that much Yep. I have enjoyed every Sanderson thing that I have listened to so far <laughs> that much that oh, I would go awesome. back and listen to all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm definitely, definitely enjoying it. All right. Well, let's move on to chapter 33 because we got to finish this last chapter. And let's do it. Let's do it. So, she, gets, she takes the beating like a man, like courage, a woman. Courage to An stupid. Iron Man, Sanderson. female. Chapter 33. Courage. <laughs> And we get the Aeol Spears and Buckler as our chapter symbol. Because um, one of the first things we do is Egwene's getting ready to leave. Um, and she's making some arrangements. She sends a message to Gawain saying that, yeah, I got to leave. Um, and then Buyer. She's Byer and- getting worn in a while. This is really interesting. She has she really stepped away from the character of being like yeah, a, 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 from the Two a uh, two river folk, I should say. Like yeah, she's, she's been living as an Aiel. Yeah, right. She's I been think, living that life. That's what I like most about Egwene. She commits one hundred percent, whether she realizes it or not. Yeah, and she really gets into character, and then she's there. If you think about all of the people I mean, being born a two river folk, okay, whatever. But then she's traveling with parents. She meets the Twathwan, the traveling folk, and then she like integrates with yeah. them really well. She's really a chameleon. So she like she's curious, learns about and imitates the culture like very quickly. Yes. So then like she's in there, she's engaging, she's all about it. And then she she yanked out and now she's an Aes Sedai. Mm-hmm. And she's becoming the best at becoming an Aes Sedai. And she's in there and she's learning it and then boom she's yanked out again and she's thrown in the waste and a little bit of complaining yes not much mm-hmm. yeah she just rolls with it she rolls with the punches so well. makes the best of it learns she's gonna make keeps learning the best armament seat 
Well, I don't know if we we're going to talk about this, but I still go back to the conversation they had. Um, I think it was with Swan, and they were talking about like who they needed to get as the next Armorlin, and it needs to be somebody powerful that they can kind of influence, control, or whatever. And I was back and forth between, you know, would it be Nynaeve? Would it be Egwene? Well, Nynaeve still can't control herself, but Egwene would, Egwene would kind of be perfect. Well, remember when there was that conversation about is the girl ready? And we kept yes. thinking it was Nynaeve. It's it. It might be a Gwen. Might. And then we we ventured to say it was Elaine, but we were like, why would they put her in charge of two seats? Yeah. So, so a, a Gwen's gonna now. get in front of Shirium, and she's gonna be like, Shirium, I'm so sorry, I pretended to be a nice guy, and Shirium's gonna be like, Listen, girl, we don't give a fuck about that. We got a job for you. You <laughs> are. Like, Wait, what? You've been promoted. <laughs> I thought that's why you called me here. She'd be like, nope, we got other plans. I took that ass. <laughs> yep. And this that is something Swan would support because, you know, Swan would probably still feel like she has some big influence with Egwene with their relationship thus far. And True. Yeah. I'd Drop yeah. knowledge. Have we gotten into the chapter yet? Okay. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so she's getting ready to leave. Yeah. Um, the, the wise ones come in and they re- she realizes that, like you said, that, that they've been treating her now a little differently, uh, that she's been summoned. Um you know, she's no longer wise one people. She's back to being Aes Sedai. But it's really weighing on Egwene heavy about the lie that she told them. So lies. Before that, we the have lies. the lies. The lies. Leah and Bear were like, you stop being a pupil the moment your sister summoned you. You must mm-hmm. go to them as Aes Sedai. Gotta mm-hmm. do what you gotta do. And I love that moment. Oh, I, I love that they came in and they probably know all, if not most, of what Egwene's about to confess, but they didn't Agreed. come in and try and they didn't come in and try and rubber nose in it. Nope. They didn't. They, they might have some like little bit disapproving looks, but they they all showed up to give Egwene the opportunity to make it right. Mm-hmm. And they didn't tell her she had to. They didn't tell her what to do. They didn't try to make her feel bad. In fact, they tried to encourage her. Be like, no, no, girl, you got to do this. You, you've been called. You get this is the path you got to go down. I, I love Soralia's response. Angry? Huh, we're not angry. I thought you knew us better. It was yep. true. She did not sound angry yet. Um, since you're still painted all over her face, like they they all know something's going on. They're all. I mean, first off, they're disappointed by the fact that here they've taught all these lessons, and she's still willing to attempt to travel. Mm-hmm. So that was where my yeah. mind initially went. Yeah, was they upset right. with her about doing something that they distinctly stated that she shouldn't do, and then she yeah. all but admitted to training without their permission before she actually admits to training without their permission. Mm-hmm. So I think two out of the three big lies, if you want to call it that, they kind of already knew, and they're like, "Eh, yeah, we're gonna let those yeah. go." And the yeah. big one was the Isodai one that she lied about being Isodai, yeah. and she she has tell. You know, and uh, needs to help with her, help with her toe, and she asked yep. them. And yeah, toe. they didn't tell her she has toe. She confessed. She was like, "I have toe," yeah. and then asked for help in meeting that toe. Okay. Yeah, and she even says, "Seldar has to wait. I have to fill my toe first. Then, then yeah, got to do it. I, yeah. I, I like. I don't even hate all of this that happens. Like, I was very proud of her at this moment. Very excited." Yes. Yeah. I, I hate. I hate yeah. that in that process she got the living shit beat out of her. And for for our listeners that have kids, I think you appreciate this more because I mean I know as a 
when I was a kid, my parents would do this kind of things and I never really got it until I have kids. But when a kid comes and confesses something, even if they know they're wrong, like I'm just proud of them for doing that. Like, I'm like, thank you. Like, right. <laughs> rather than trying to well, make something you know, up. Like, I mean, you like, also know I appreciate how hard and it. stressful like, that is. Yeah. That's a yeah. big moment. Yeah. Uh, and I appreciate it, especially as a parent. Like, uh, I've got nephews and I'm like, you could have played that better. Yeah, I, I will do that too sometimes. So, you, know. you could sing that lie to the grave, you know. That's not, yeah, <laughs> and I never know. That is an option. There are some things that <laughs> my, my oldest nephew, I swear, he tells on himself all the time. Never once have I ever had to do more than look at the boy and he, he admits to everything. Yeah, oh. my, my younger da- one though. Yeah, my <laughs> daughter's the exact opposite. She is the one that will never admit to anything. It, you can s- watch her do it. Like, I mean, you can have it on and, videotape. Play the and video she's back like, to her. Was, it, she's like Shaggy. It wasn't me. <laughs> she's like that that girl in the video eating she's cookies on the pink. couch. Do it I look like me. I'm wearing pink? I'm wearing blue. It Feeding clearly Legos wasn't to me. the dog. So I, I changed your clothes because you got the cookies all over you. But it wasn't me. I'm wearing blue. That person's yeah. wearing pink. Yeah. <laughs> Shady. Yeah. I mean, literally, like, Asher will be at school, like, and she'll be at home. And I got into the room, and, like, it's a disaster. It looks like a bomb blew up. Like, she went to all the drawers, pulled all the clothes, threw them everywhere. I'm like, and she's like, Asher did it. I'm like, Asher's not here. <laughs> Asher. Yeah. <laughs> Ash my son. Uh, nice try. <laughs> She's like, brother, just don't brother. remember that in 10 years when I'm old enough and actually needed that excuse. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> I was like, I've told y'all before that time Riley wrote mm-hmm. Ryder's name on the wall in crayon. And we were like, and so I pulled Riley and I'm like, Riley, you know what? You can't be writing on the wall. She's like, I didn't do that. Ryder did it. See, it's his name. And I'm like, Riley, he doesn't even know how to write yet. He was mm-hmm. he was like two just turned three or something. I was like, mm-hmm. it's clearly you. Like, no, no, it's his name. It's totally him. The art is set up. He, he's yeah. getting it though. Like, he's like, all right, I'm figuring this one out. Yeah, a couple more years and I'll be there. Before mm-hmm. we even get to her getting her punishment, we get to Matt. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we switched to Matt. And Matt's playing snakes and foxes, which I love that game. Uh, with with his little with Oliver with his son Oliver. Yeah, that's I I Oliver's a dark it. friend. No, Oliver is um, hurts. Oh, hold uh, what's her name's uh boyfriend? Uh Br- Brigitte? Brigitte. Yeah, I think Oliver is Brigitte's uh, boyfriend okay. that got reincarnated yeah, so, okay, before. Her. Help me though. I thought that he well, maybe I don't remember it correctly. I thought he always came back as like a baby. Yeah, but time passes differently when you're in and out. So even if it had only been a day, even if it was only a day that she was without him, by the time she came out, he could have already been older because he was usually much older than her. But he was, um, he was there like not too long while the others were in. You know what I mean? Yeah, but time time passes differently. So you're saying like he could have been born back in time because he interacted with them. So he came out and was born, and in the outside world, a couple years passed by, and Oliver got older. And for no, but get what I'm saying. It might have like only he, been a couple weeks before she finally he got was out. Outright so was talking to who was it that he was talking to? Egoine, not Egoine. Who Oliver? 
whatever. Oliver didn't show up until after uh, uh, Homie got reincarnated. Yeah. No, 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 but I'm saying Homie was talking to the others in Tala Anriad. He kept Gal- warning. Gal- Kane. Gal- Kane. Yeah, Gato Kane showed up. Yeah, yeah, multiple times. But he right. disappeared by the time Ricky got ripped out. So he yeah, but he was there like days before. And I'm saying days loosely. Okay. So oh, that I means see, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. he would have had to have been born back in time. And I agree with what you're saying. It would make sense for this boy to be that man. Chris, there is no time. Yeah. True. But he would have had to have been born back in time to now be the age know, he is. I, the I get what you're saying. Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Which I guess is well, possible. We don't know yet. Hey, I'm I'm gonna roll with that until proven otherwise. Either that or Matt's got the worst luck. His girlfriend was a dark friend, now his surrogate child is a dark dark friend. Like Matt rolls the dice and every now and then loses. Yeah. Everybody he but, loves is a dark friend. But when he's playing this board game with Oliver, he doesn't roll the dice because that wouldn't be fair. How cute is that? It is cute. He doesn't I, want I, his luck to take over the game when he's playing with little Oliver. I, so I like that. It is sweet. And plus, you're not supposed to win the game. That's the point of the game, to teach yeah. you some humility. Yeah, something like that. I would achieve. You know, you know, time is just a made-up construct anyway. I mean, th- the whole reason why we have the time it is is actually because the Babylonians used a base 60 system versus the Romans used a base 10 system. Mm-hmm. So all of our time is based on 60 seconds because – that's what the Babylonians said. A minute. That's so why what back in England they jumped a few uh, jumped a few years ahead to catch up to us. Yeah. So I mean, literally, it goes back to ancient times and using a different mathematic system than us, a base sixty system system. So that's it's all construct. Time doesn't time's not real. Is basically what I'm trying to get at. <laughs> There's so many concepts like that that when you think about it, literally, someone at some point. Some old dude was just like, well, this is this is the way we're going to do things. And then for thousands of years, people just accept it. Yeah, pretty much. From this point forward, everyone will send me chocolate by the third Thursday of the month. I bet you if you go back far enough, flicking are people you, off you, like this like a, was like, uh, hey, I'm mandating it. Are you yeah. making like a, a like a one of those boards or whatever, trying to make like your your reality true and like? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. like speaking into speaking into existence from this point forward on the third Thursday. By the third Thursday of every month, everyone will send me chocolate. Okay. Good luck with that. Good luck. <laughs> I'd send you chocolate. <laughs> I'll send you some recycled, gently used chocolate. <laughs> so, what do you think about snakes and foxes? Well, I mean, this, I don't know game. why he hasn't put together one and one and, and realized he's he's met the snakes and he's met the foxes, and you uh, lose well, that well, game Matt, every Matt, time. Matt, yeah, Matt starts thinking about how it seems familiar, and he doesn't like it at all. Like it's like, yeah, like bro, you, um, you met literally the real snakes and foxes that the game was probably based I, off of. Yeah, and they lose the game because you can't win the game unless you cheat. Um, that's you learned as a kid is that the game's unbeatable. I feel um, like that's a hint. Well, and, I mean, uh, technically, he did shoot. He had Rand help him. He had Rand help him off the tree. What do you think about the phrase though that they used to start each game? Courage to strengthen, fire to blind, music to dazzle, iron to bind, and that's what you say before every single game. It tells you how to beat him. Yeah. Okay. That's how, that's going to come into play. It's not okay. insignificant. I mean, do you think we go through the doors again? Oh, I'm sure. Do you think there, that we there, have somebody still in a door right now? 
there's no way uh, beings like that that are that powerful and influential are just going to be one and done in a world <laughs> like this. Can't yeah. be. That'd be like saying Pater's dead. No fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> Pater's gone this time. My uh, chicken sandwich is riding on it. There you go. No pickles. No so, pickles. Yeah. I hate pickles anyway, so thanks. Fine, I, I just didn't even know that. <laughs> So extra extra pickles. This this despite losing the game and and Oliver wanted to play again, uh it's time for Oliver's bed. Uh yeah. somebody shows so, up. Ollie, it's yeah. getting late, buddy. Go brush your teeth yeah. and get ready for bed. Yeah. Put on some PJs. <laughs> well, I mean, he was yeah. gonna play another game with him at first, and the Lord Dragon comes into town. So is that the, the dragon rock, yeah. reborn? <laughs> yeah, kid, it is. <laughs> We're, we're kind of good friends. Like you can say, it's, 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 it's serious. You can say it's serious. Yeah. Like it, this is when I had like the Hercules moment where you had the two little boys that were, you know, attacked by the Hydra, and they turn out to be the, the dark minions. Yeah. Like, hmm. I mean, yeah. now that you said it, it makes more sense for him to be the other guy. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I think this. I think for Oliver and him, it's. It's gonna turn into one of those never meet your heroes moments. He's like, "Oh my gosh, the dragon reborn!" And then, like by the end of this book, he's gonna see Rand like just dicing up people with the power, and he's gonna be like, "Oh shit, that's freaky!" <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Yeah. If he's the uh, what's what's the guy's name? Somebody in chat, help me out, uh, it, David. If he is David, then he's gonna be all about the battle. You're talking about the oh, guy shit. that shows up, or God no, King? no, I'm talking about Brigitte's. We, dude, oh, it's, that's Brigitte. God O'Kane. Got okay. yeah. So yeah, he's, he's got to ease into the battle, which always, always to me, sounds like some like Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter character. Got okay, finish him. Okay, <laughs> he rides up on a horse and tramples him. Yeah, as a six-year-old boy, how old is this kid? Have we gotten an age? I don't know. I bounced he's between young, six and ten. He's a young, he's a young lad. Here. I was giving him about eight years old. Just a companion. <laughs> well, because I'm using this a lot tonight. Yeah. Although Matt having kind of like his younger sisters and everything, he could probably handle a really young young kid. I'm sure he's got the skills. Yeah. Uh, but I, I picture about eight. Yep. Rand shows up and he's not alone. He's got MV on dead in tow. And they go and they they address Matt. Just and as a young boy. Matt's like yeah. I didn't expect you. What's going on? Have we decided to change plans? It's a little too late for that. I'm already moving. I already got ideas. Like we 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 have this thing happening. And Rand's like, like, yeah, nope. Frago, Frago, <laughs> nope. Change of that plans. plan that that plan that you had. It. Um, yeah. So you're gonna do to, I need you to do something totally different, and you're gonna take everybody with you, mm-hmm. and you're gonna take Avienda, <laughs> yeah. and and then Avia chimes in. She's like. I'm going to go because I want to go. I'm not going to go because you said I'm going to go. I wanted to go before you said it, just so you know. For sure. For sure. Uh-huh. I love that reaction. She's like, don't sit here and act like you're mandating that I go. It's almost a challenge. Like, say it again and watch what happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like, I know I should say it again. <laughs> I know I should like, go, but since you said it, now I'm not going to go because yeah. you said it. Yeah, pretty much go gather. Gather Elaine's the first priority, but then gather anybody else that wants to go as well, and then get Egwene too because she's going down there too. So get everybody. Yeah. And, and Avienda knows you, she's going because Avienda has two, but she two, can't yep. tell Rand that. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Well, it's between it's between her and Elaine. Mm-hmm. Uh, she doesn't have she doesn't have toe to Rand, but um, yeah, she knows. 
Uh, oh, lying about the pregnancy. Uh, they haven't. We, we haven't gotten into lies of omission. With the Aiel, it seems to be more lies of commission. But she admitted so, to having ran to toe, toe to ran. Yeah, she did say she had toe to ran. Yeah, oh, really? Oh, okay. She just doesn't. Yeah. She said in order to get rid of it, she has to like kill somebody or another. Kill him? Yeah, like like pinky toe. Yeah. Yeah, no big deal. Oh, I think I think mean, it's for the toe to lane. Yeah, no, she just Rand because I think Rand saved her. I, I can't remember. Yeah, it's like so much trying to figure out toe gives me a headache sometimes. <sighs> but hey, so Rand in this quick little, he's hitting it at so many angles. He also talks about yeah, how she enjoys it. <laughs> he's talking about like, okay, I'm gonna drop you outside so that they could censure come in and like you know you don't surprise these eyes to die. Also, these eyes to die are kind of supposed to be like. Rand clearly does not fill the void if he can hit it at that many angles. Oh, That's what Lordy. she said? <laughs> it's bigger on the inside. <laughs> exactly. He's not filling yeah. the void. He's just poking a hole right through it. Uh, but it, but so he also he also gives Matt um, you know, quick directions with dealing with the eyes to die. Let him know that uh, hey, if you stand with me, I'll protect you. I, I got your back. Mm-hmm. Which is great. Like, they're, it's not... they're supposed to not be enemies. They're supposed to be on my side. So let's put this all to a test. Matt, you're it. It's like but he doesn't. Enemy. But he doesn't offer them a partnership. He says, "I'll. I got to look. Uh, I should open up. And look at the exact words. But it was more like, you know, I'll protect you. You'll be under my protection. So like mm-hmm. under my umbrella, sort of thing. So it's it's a quick one liner. But if it gets to, he says, if you think um, it can be trusted, hello. offer hey, your hey, protection hey. and mine." They're supposed to be on my side, and they might be glad, even my glad of even my protection by now. So he's of the mindset that <clears throat> they're getting desperate and they're in need. I think part of that stems from how quickly and their request was for Elaine to come back, or Egwene. Egwene, yeah. excuse me. I think he he sensed desperation, not necessarily the coming together of a plan. I don't know if it's desperation or at least by watching that, knowing that Egwene's going back, you know, something is afoot at the Circle K. And some big moves are about to be made, and he knows he needs to start dabbling in that arena. Circle K K down the street from me, there's a lot going on. Yeah. There's always something going on Circle K. It's not good. It's not good. Hey, did you see there's a new Clerks out? No. They've, they've been doing showings in random cities all over the place. They just had one in Richmond, but I wasn't able to make it. Huh. For those of you that are listening to that from the South, Circle K is a gas station that's pretty uh, prominent. It, it's everywhere. Yeah. And is they're it always the a South? little sketchy. They're little? Yeah. I mean, it's North Carolina. A lot of now, sketchy? Not yeah. as sketchy. I mean, they're, yeah. The Circle K is in Virginia and North Carolina. They had a Circle K on Jake Lloyd, uh, 17. Oh, dude. Yeah. Huh? Oh, that's right. Oh, they, they did. did. I remember that. They did, but then Harris Teeter bought it. Became, and it became yeah. <laughs> the Harris Teeter gas yeah. station. But it still has the same clientele. So it's like the most ghetto. <laughs> yes, I yeah. remember that. So cool. bad. Anyway. Um, anyway, so continuing on. Uh, God, the circle okay. um, yeah, hitting it from all the angles, offering his protection, not offering a partnership or anything like that. I'm glad he's um, and then also, oh, this is going to be great. Hey, pass this letter on to Tom, the letter from yes. Moraine, uh, which uh-huh. I, I still believe is her fulfilling her promise and revealing who it was that went after his nephew. 
it's which a could confession be two things. Of love. Well, no, it could be two things though. Save me. It, it could be really bad. No matter what I Sedai or group of I Sedai, she rats on and says, "All right, this is the person or persons that get the um, unicorn. Come get gentled me. your nephew." That they're automatically enemies of Tom. Um, or I know this is a stretch, but we've kind of mentioned, all right, what if, what if like he didn't actually kill himself? What if, what if perchance the nephew's still alive somehow? I mean, the way the story is told, I doubt it. But hang out with Rand. Who? Oh, well, yeah. No, I mean, there's all that, but like that could op- open up like a whole new can of worms. I, I think it is going to be that he was, he actually did die after he killed himself. But a, a revelation of who gentled him, and then that's going to be like enemy of Tom's. But then this is going to be some Aes Sedai that is important to, uh, you know, Rand. what Rand or the little tower yeah, needs yeah. to get done. So, okay, again, yes, yes, yes. But wait, <laughs> name, name of the book, Lord of Chaos. What I see unfolding here is it's more like a, a Venn diagram. Of a, but it's I feel like she would be circles. smarter though. If she if she felt like Ram would need this person, she'd say, "After you take care of the things you need to take care of, then no, give." She made time. a nope. She made a promise. Tom fulfilled his part, so she fulfilled hers. So, but but in in every category, we're finding like overlapping allegiances. Like we have somebody that's now partnered with the White Cloaks that we want to say would be on Rand's side because of Elaine. If somehow they could just work that out, and then. You know, in the little tower and the the white tower, you still have influences of uh, Forsaken, Dark Friends, Black Aja, whatever. Don't know who to trust. And then you're going to end up even within a group of Aes Sedai that we trust. Maybe it's maybe it's the former Omelin herself. Maybe it was Swan that. Well, I mean, I doubt it. She wasn't a red, but uh, gentled his nephew or whatever. But you're gonna have like all these like groups of all right in this situation, this person's a good person that we want to be able to do well because we need him for this purpose, but they're also the enemy of this guy who's actually our friend that we need to use here, and it's going to be, I don't know, just chaos. There's no one good solid team. (laughs) And there will be a lord of this chaos. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing it's Rafa. Back to the story. Uh (laughs) <laughs> I guess this is part that of the story. Is this story. It is a story. But back to where we are in the chapter. Um, so I guess Land's where like, are we with where Rand. are we? Rand is like so Matt, Matt, Matt get the plan. Matt thinks the plan's mad. Um so Rand's like, I don't care, get a lane, get her home. Yeah, get, get her on get, the get throne. Her, get her, get her. Yeah. And, and so take everybody. There. Oh um, and Wayne out because she hands, might be screwed. This is this 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 might be important. Hands Matt a letter. Says, make sure you get this Tom. Tom's probably there. See, this is why I told you, Chris, when we start going on our rants, Alan stops listening. I just talked about this for five minutes, Alan. I did stop listening. (laughs) (laughs) We're not going over it again. All right. The letter to Tom is not important. It's it's not important? Okay. Continue on that. Chris chimed in a little bit on that one. We covered it. Okay. So all this is covered then? Yes. Okay. Is that this is who took out your nephew? That's what the letter is. Oh, that's what the letter and Tom, is. And Tom's gonna go berserker. Interesting. Okay. Um, going through my notes. Are we back to going? Yes. We're getting there. Anything else from all those? Mm, Matt suggested just taking a small force, and then Rand was like, "No, you got to take everybody." So now Matt is doing all of this with the whole band. 
So now he's got an army at his back, and then we know he could run into white cloaks. It could be threatening to the Aes Sedai. It could be all sorts of crazy. Okay. Ready to move on? You good? You good, Chris? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> First and foremost, the next door neighbors to us, I hate apartment living. Now you're going to get my rant. I hate apartment living. The people next to us have a problem with putting their trash outside and then leaving it, and sometimes for days. And I have snitched at this point multiple times because I'm fucking over it. I said something to them. They do nothing. I know they give you a $50 fee every time that somebody sends a picture of your stuff. So flat out, I'm sending a picture every time it comes up. But now we've been getting the big ass roaches, the water bugs, palmento bugs, whatever you want to call them. They're now starting to come to my house. This motherfucker was crawling on the wall and he jumped like from the wall. And I'm this is like a three foot leap from the wall from beside me. He wasn't even like up above where he could get some. No, he was beside me and decides to jump at me. He just I'm like, no. I'm like, no. He, wanted, I, he wanted a I, hug. As I turn, I catch a cramp in my damn hammy. And then I watch this motherfucker like land beside me and just start scurrying. I'm like, nope, you're not going to leave me. I have nothing near me. So, of course, um, I need to wash my hands when we're done because I got him. But in the grossest <laughs> of ways. <laughs> Chris just killed a roach on, on live stream. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> the, 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 a palmetto bug. A palmetto this bug. is why we're getting the cat. Because this yeah. bad, this cat will eat all the bugs. That's my goal. I thought that too. My cat's lazy, so I'll get out. <laughs> yeah. Chanel's oh, sister's yeah. cat. I watched second rant tangent of the day that has nothing to do. I watched this cat find a spider, right? Mm-hmm. No, excuse me, a cricket. Yeah. And it's like, catches a cricket and then lets it go. And then catches a cricket and pulls it back in and lets it go. And then catches the cricket and breaks a leg and then <laughs> watches it walk along the carpet for an hour. Because we're watching the movie and it's watching the bug. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Shit's cruel, but I'm not going to stop it. I just want to see what's going to happen. Later, we find the bug like laid out dead. Didn't eat the bug, just wanted to watch it kill. I'm like, huh. Hmm. <laughs> they are little demons. Anyway, so back to Egwene. Back to another cat. Facing the wise ones. Was she, though? It sounds like her ass was up. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So she wasn't face. Yeah. Face down. And she was taking it. Yeah. Yeah. She assumed the position by a thin but very wide belt. (laughs) Thanks. I appreciated that. I lost my book. Yeah. Yes. I said the, the belt was. Thin, but as wide as her hand. So we don't know how wide her hand is. She could have tiny hands. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. I was looking at my hand thinking, man, that's massive. Your hand, Chris. Wade's <laughs> <laughs> hand, probably. Yeah. That's not too bad. I don't know what she's complaining about. No. I've been yeah. beat worse. Yeah. yeah. But so, it sounds like everybody's taking a turn. 12 lashes to the rear end. They're lighting her up. Lighting bare, her bare up. Bare bottom. Mm-hmm. And then she's like at her breaking point and they kind of stop. And she was like, is it done? This is where, oh man, I got a little emotional in this, in this section. You could tell they're proud of her. Like she put herself through this. They say something to the effect like, well, only you, only you can decide, 
you know, when your toe's been met, that's, that's not something I can. That's how toe yeah. works. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, oh, spank Give me again. Me, Daddy. <laughs> spank <laughs> me again. <laughs> and then they all go one at a time. They, uh, the, whoever had the battle of the time just tosses it on the ground and it's like, this girl has no toe towards me. And, sure, and everybody, yeah. and everybody else goes through and says it too. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh man, this is wonderful. And this is why she gets my vote for, for favorite character. Yeah. That was, yeah. that was impressive. Yeah. And I think, and I don't think they let her off lightly. I think it was also the understanding or, or recognizing that Egwene understood that what she do, did was so horrible in their eyes. Like the lion was that bad and that even she felt like, no, even that's not enough. I, I need more. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't just the beating itself. It was all of them recognizing, but Egwene recognizing that it, it wasn't enough, you know, to meet the, the betrayal, yeah, the, off- the offense, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. She's like, go, gets back down and grabs a hold of her ankles and says, give it to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the wise ones, and they're like, no, child, you're done here. But uh, you can work your toe out with Rourke later. <laughs> and she was like, shit, shit. That's right. And I'm the end up. And I'm the end up. I owe, I owe more. Oh, my gosh. Uh, that the was probably my, my favorite part was the realization yeah. that she's don't like, stop it's a good thing there's only ladies here. And then it's like, huh, Rourke will get you later. Like, she thought it, and then they said it. And it's like, Oh, she said, oh, yeah, and Avienda. And who else? There are others. She's yeah. like, well, maybe by then I'll be hard enough not to have to worry about it. Yep. Nah, Ruark's going to give it to her real good. Oh, man. <laughs> I bet you Ruark's going to be like, we ain't got no toe. I already knew. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. It, it, it's a very, very emotional scene. And Egwene takes it. Extremely well. Um, yeah. And they were... <laughs> good job, Alan. <laughs> and, the, and this, again, this is where they were like, see, I told you, she is Aiel. You know? Yeah. Which is... I we know, know I they like get it. down. They, they it was, the dancing of the spears. It's like a rites of passage moment, you know, for her. Agree, because they were like, she she understands Tove as well as anybody else. She's definitely one of us. But again, that goes back to the comment I was making earlier. She slips in and out so uh, that she could blend in wherever she wants. Yeah. yeah. So after this, the wise wants to chase everyone away uh, so Gwen can prepare uh, for her trip. Um, they say goodbyes and they have a little heart uh, warming moment where Nynaeve asks if she can still train with Bayer. You know, and she's like, of course I can still teach you. She's like, of course I can, because by the time you get there, they'll probably not watch you anymore. You're all used up. Yeah, so you, you can always come back, back and work to be a wise one. <laughs> but the, so the one, the one the wise one. Mary and everything. Yeah, the one wise one where she had the, the agreement that she wouldn't go into Teleron Riyadh on her own. She's no longer going to train her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's, there's at least the one that's like, we had a deal. You broke it. I'm not going to train you anymore, but the other the others are going to help her out still. Yeah. But then again, if she manages to work out how to travel through Telanriad, and if, you know, once they figure out exactly how much she knows, mm-hmm. she may find out that she doesn't have too much more to learn from them. True. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there are some like other things that happen in dreams, like foretellings and things that they could help her with, but 
not with this. Yeah. Uh, not to go back to Mistborn, but um, you have <laughs> you have the people that can do all the things, and then you have some people that can only do one thing. And uh-huh. taking the time to study with those that specialize in one and thing one is thing. very advantageous. Agreed. So just because she gets to a point where she knows a little bit of everything or might even know more than, you know, any one wise one, that doesn't mean it's not worthwhile to continue to train in certain aspects. Agreed. You know, if you find one that is like, well, I can't do that much, but I'm really good at this. Well, it's good to spend time with that person and learn it, you know? All right. So. Agreed. Yeah. So before we move on, we should go back and talk about this Tom's letter thing. Um, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah, did we forget that? <laughs> Alan wakes up from his nap. <laughs> Is that the music they play at the Oscars when you give too long of a speech? Is somebody telling us the show must go on? <laughs> Time to go. Huh? Uh, yeah, um, and that's how we wrap up this chapter, isn't it? Um, yeah, Gwen's getting ready to. That's oh, it. Yeah, Zeldar, and that's how we again. The, this the these chapters really brought it the book back to life. Like I was it's just like, oh, I want to read more to go down. Yes, that's what we need. We need Kevin Hart meme. Yeah, <laughs> the, at least once or twice a book, we'll be able to drop the "It's about to go down." Yes, meme. like the yeah. last five chapters of the book. Yep. So yeah, definitely. So uh, favorite characters. I Go ahead, Chris, say it. it one more time, Chris. Yeah, say it one more time, Chris, for us. Eggie. Even though it was brief, I have to go with Matt. I am, after everything he's gone through, Matt still very much has a heart, the way he's taking care of Oliver. I hope nothing horrible happens to Oliver because that's really going to that's really gonna fuck Matt up. But just kind of watching the little. Now, how messed up would it be kid. if Oliver is... Um, um, what's his name again? Guy, whoever. Oh, um, Brigitte's dude. Brigitte's guy. Yes, I know. Dana. I don't think it'll mess it up too much. No, but but Matt's still going to be very protective of him. But Brigitte, but, if she but finds Brigitte, out, is that, going to want to. That's wanna... what I'm saying. Like Brigitte's like a whole lot older. Yeah, that'll be interesting. It will be. But yeah, I, I just I want to give a shout out to Matt. He's. Yeah. He's doing good things and still loyal yeah. to Rand. Like there's so much that Rand's asked him to do that he's like, I don't want to do that. This but he still does it, you know? Is mm-hmm. that because he he's... wants to or because of Tavirin? I didn't feel this was much of a Tavirin pool this time. It's not like he stumbled into it. There was, you know, it was it was asked and you know, he put up his objections and Rand was like, No, this is what I need to happen. He's like, fine, all right. Kano, that's his name. Yeah. And Matt apparently gets Aiel humor, and he's funny to Aiel women. Yeah, does he, he get the humor, or does he just accidentally so, say it? I think so he my, was accidentally funny because he got Avienda to die laughing. Yeah. <laughs> so. My my favorite character for this chapter is Peter. Fought the good fight to the end. Oh, cheers! Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> Look, just in, just in case he is dead, I will. <laughs> Toast in his memory because I do I do love the guy to Pater. Toast to Pater. So next time we'll be doing three chapters again, and these are some doozies. Oh, Dana just brought up a good point. What's that? Brigitte is in Saladar, where Matt is taking Oliver. So we'll know soon. We'll know soon. 
All right, y'all got that uh, that gift ready? It's yeah. about, about to go, to go down. down. We yeah. <laughs> we'll work on that for next week. Um, so next week, we'll be covering three chapters again. So the three chapters are Journey to Celadar. I wonder what that's about. In the Hall of the Sitters. And Ooh. the Armorlin is raised. Oh. Aquain! <laughs> yes! We, we called it! Yes! That's the next three Why chapters. didn't I bet a stake on that one? <laughs> Yeah, this is great. It'll be fun. We have guest uh, hosts for that chapter. We do not. Because that'll tell us if it's really important. Our next guests are not till October 18th. So right before you get married, the week week before you get married. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And as our. Maybe I'll get Chanel once come on. I'm going to ask her these are good chapters. Yeah. You can get Chanel next week. That'll be fun. Our next next scheduled ones are. uh, our, uh, people have been saying to chat, drink puppets. We're actually going to have puppets on because it's the return of the way to leave. October 18th. Love those guys. That's going to be fun. Well, no, they were, we were hard cut off because they start their show on Tuesday nights too at 1030. So even though we're 10 minutes later we than what they would be. blend them in. Okay. Yeah, we'll just go from one show to the next. We'll just go on to exactly. their show. Um, yep. we well, hopefully I'm off orders and can drink again. Not that I need to be drinking to be around those guys, but let me tell you, when you get a couple drinks in you and start chatting with those dudes, it gets hilarious really fast. They're fun. I don't even remember the last night because I think I had dark and stormies that night too. I probably (laughs) fell asleep. I I ride the the way. Jordan Cohen or last time they were on our podcast? On our podcast. Last time we... And I don't remember. Probably Jordan Cohen. I think I had, yeah, like I think every time that they've been near us, we've had dark stories. Yeah, well, I got kits in the other room, so uh, I guess I have to get some more. So, uh, how we can be found is uh, thewillbreeds.com. That's our website. We have links to everything. You can find our social media links. We're on uh, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, obviously YouTube now. Uh, any podcast platform, find it all there. Uh, you can write reviews on our website. You can also find links to things to support us, like our merchandise. We have lots of T-shirts, frosty mugs, shot glasses, even baby onesies. If you're expecting or have someone you know that's expecting, you want to send a nice Wheel of Time themed onesie. We sell baby stuff. Um, I hit the like button. Yeah, hit the like button. Yeah, exactly. Also, support us on Patreon. Um, it's a great way to support us. Um, it pays for a lot of things like microphones, um, so we can have cool, fancy. Fancy microphones, uh, and I can have two mics at once. Um, and you um, can even do it like Lazarus. We won't be upset. You can leave and then come back. Alan and likes two at once. And then yeah, leave and then come exactly. back. Yeah, I, I don't use this one. Obviously, it's not plugged in. But um, uh, What's that so, one for? Hmm. Oh, well, <laughs> I can't fit it in my mouth. I, I, he, he That's holds what she record. said. <laughs> <laughs> you can actually fit these microphones in his mouth. I cannot. Um, yeah, yeah. So uh, maybe, maybe one day I'll, uh, it depends on really. So I only use this mic if my wife's watching um, uh, TV in the other room. Members only, fans only. So give you a little behind the scenes. This right only here is, is a condenser mic. A condenser mic picks up everything. So it's actually a better mic. It's a more expensive mic. Um, but if my wife's watching TV in the other room, you can hear it. This is dynamic mic. Same thing Ian and Chris have, which means it can only hear me from about that far away. It means I got to get right upon it and I can't lay back. 
I just heard it. Alan say he got him the good stuff, and Chris and I, you and I, got the knockoff mics. Uh, that's that's what I heard. I can get you these ones. Do you guys want these ones? You want no, one? you don't need. To, you don't need to hear what else is going on in the barracks. <laughs> we need to wait. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got me one of those. You I, hear, I can get like, you this one. all yeah, of Chanel's TV shows. <laughs> this, this one was actually not bought with patron money this was actually um when i first started the podcast i put on a christmas wish list on amazon and my mother-in-law bought me this one even though i'd already got mics and i was like sweet oh, i got awesome. the dream awesome. stuff that was actually a present so um cool but yeah patrons bought where these, does she where ones. does she request these christmas lists be sent to we're getting to that point yeah i, I, I have i have an ongoing amazon wish list so i just put on amazon so i can be sent out to everyone so nice very smart yeah <sighs> Right now, the only thing I have on mine is freedom. I just, yeah, yeah. I just want to be let go. Just, I need to hear that when when we end. I need to hear this court martial thing because I wasn't privy to that conversation. Oh, so on that note, that's all I got for this week, guys. So, until next time, peace. Okay, bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed the show and thank you for listening to the Wheel Reads. See y'all next time.